welcome to Directly to You. It's what? It's one what? It's episode 179 of Directly to You. It's our podcast. We do this every week. We talk about it's Nintendo and typos stuff. in real life. Time. True. <laughs> typos in real life. I am AJ. I'm the one that makes the typos in real life. I'm from Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker, also Fanatics 4. We're the ones that make the podcast that I just mentioned seconds ago. You can support mm-hmm. the podcast and the channel and the typos by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4 or twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4 and giving $4.99. It doesn't even have to be your $4.99. It can be Jeffy Bezos's $4.99. Yeah, if you have an Amazon Prime account, which you can link to your Twitch account and you get a free subscription every month, you got to go to twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4 and renew it. And, you know, you can just hang out. In Twitch chat, when I'm when I'm playing video games, I'm playing Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, but we'll get to that in a second. You might get a gift sub from Trev. <laughs> Somebody might say, hit it, Trev, and then he'll give subs or something. <laughs> uh, but anyway, in exchange for that subscription, you get access to supporters on Discord where you can listen to us record this show. You get emotes, you get free switch keys from time to time in the supporters chat when I remember to check my email, which I have to do. <laughs> um, anyways. You don't even have to be a supporter to join the Discord either. You can do that for the free by going to the link in the description. And if you're active in the Discord, you'll be able to get access to the recording as well. It's a good time. You get to say things in the supporters, I mean, in the directly to you recording chat, which I just made today. And everything was broken for a second, <laughs> but I fixed it. We're good. Anyway, we play video games here. What are you playing? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, a, a few video games, mm-hmm. ATM yes. at the moment. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing. I just don't have the the bandwidth and brain yes. power and time to start a new game. Mm-hmm. So Animal Crossing has been great for that. <laughs> just I've still been playing. Like honestly, in the amount of time that I've spent on Animal Crossing, I probably could have played and beaten a whole lot one, games. maybe yeah. two <laughs> indie games. You know what I mean? But like, it just requires such little attention. And also, like the clock in the game is always going to be bloated because like you know, just open your island and you're like, oh, and set it down and do something else. And it's just sitting there open. So like Ashley's Island, especially, I know that her clock has got at least probably like 24 hours worth of extra time on it of just like at some point she was like, I'm going to log off. And then it's just sitting there on the yeah, TV like, thanks, have a good day. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's very uninvasive in that regard. But that happens uh, yeah. whenever there's a game like that that you put like yeah. like Lee. Lee had like 4,000 hours in Smash Brothers. A lot of that is because he just leaves the game on <laughs> doing idling. Yep. And it doesn't stop counting the hours. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So. Even though Smash keeps track of it yeah of like how true. much you're playing and how much you're not i don't think animal crossing has anything like that that is always a funny thing in those games that keep track of more specific stuff. Like, like the whole metroid dread thing where like mm-hmm. yeah. you know everybody's time was vastly less than it or was more than it showed because it's only keeping track of the time that you were alive like powered and the game. on time yeah uh-huh. like active play time yeah so that's just funny but yeah pretty much animal crossing right now um played a little bit more mario party because it's still good i really i do hope more boards come because already having I mean, played I, th- I think we know i mean more boards that's true coming. oh yeah because they, they data mined it right like yeah two more boards or something like that cool. but i don't know if that if that's all yeah <laughs> like i was right. just like the boards that's like oh we we couldn't get them out in time or uh-huh. if they actually intend to have like dlc or free updates yeah. or whatever i mean because for what it's worth like adding more boards is pretty easy work really i, I mean art assets that. i don't know but like because it's like it's like adding more boards is like 
still balancing you know like you gotta Mm -hmm. especially the type of boards that they that they have in this game where it's like all right you gotta figure out what the gimmick of the board is is Mm -hmm. that fun but i just mean like if it's retro boards still you know like if they're bringing old ones back then art assets I mean, for sure. still, that's yeah, the thing still like modeling and all those you know things. and like mm-hmm. there's there's probably going to be new characters you know like there's thwomps in the horror land one that aren't in the other one so you need to create yeah. those and stuff but if it's all the same mini games which like i still haven't played all the mini games i i probably could check somewhere and have played i don't know maybe like 70 out of the 100 or mm. something like that but like most times i play we'll end up running into a new mini game at some point um so but yeah it's i mean it's so fun it's a good time for sure. The AI gets better as the more you play, because at this point Still it's like, man, played I played against the AI one time mm-hmm. when I was trying to get more footage for my video. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, but I, other than that, I barely played the AI at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ashley and I've just played a bunch of times and uh, yeah, but it's fun. And yeah, animal crossing at this point, I'm, I'm getting close to the point again where either I'll, cause my Island is pretty much the things that I hadn't finished before. I'm pretty much done with mm-hmm. now more or less. So either I'll start doing happy home paradise stuff or I'll probably fizzle out in the not too distant future or just like kind of slowly trail off. So perfect timing for finishing up a couple of games before the end of the year or starting a couple of games for the end of the year that I'd wanted to, but hadn't or whatever. Um, so specifically, like, I don't know, I bought Eastward. It's just sitting there. Haven't started it mm. yet at all. Um, but because I bought it this year and it came out this year, like, I'd like to at least have played enough to be able to talk about it in, you know, the end of the year game, game year talk yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So huh? um, I play Animal Crossing kind of, but I'm really just trying to make money. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really what I've been doing. Like if I yeah. turn the game on, it's because I'm like checking turnip prices and I'll do like, <laughs> I'll do like island maintenance stuff while I'm doing that where I'm like, oh, there's weeds here. Yeah. I got to dig up the fossils, <laughs> like uh, pick my, my fruit and whatnot. But I haven't yep. really done any of the other stuff that I want to do because of all the other stuff that <laughs> I'm trying to play. Yep. Um, but yeah, Animal Crossing, is, it's mostly maintenance right now. Um, once I'm big rich, then I'll be able to actually play the video <laughs> game. <laughs> the funny thing is like one of my, my main goal at this point is to just pay off the rest of my house so that I can get the remote storage and stuff. Dude, but I then, can help you with that. How much money you need, man? <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, it's going all right. You know, pretty much any, every day I'll pay off like another hundred thousand or something like that. So, um, you know, at this point, I think I've got, I don't know, 1.5 million left to pay off or something because the that's first bunch of days. Saying, I mean, it's not, but like, I'm, I'm doing all right. It's working out, know. you know. Yeah. Also, the crops are pretty decent money um, per, yeah, it's like, like I based don't know on how many trees you have on there. But yeah, if you have like a lot of foreign trees, it's a lot. Yeah. Especially if you do, like, I would, like, I would just stack up all my fruit and like, uh-huh. save them and yep. then do the bell <laughs> ordinance for that day and just sell mm-hmm. everything. You know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Cause I haven't bothered to do the bell ordinance because I am still buying stuff when it shows up. And like, sometimes there'll be an expensive thing in my store and I'm like, Oh man, I'd like to buy that. But yeah, that's, that's a a pretty good idea to just like do it all at once. Yeah. Cause I mean, that, that amount of money is not too different from like, if you're being like doing like more casual turnip stuff, like me, I didn't do any of the like website stuff i've just been mm-hmm. on my island being like ah that's 
roughly more than double my money. I'm good <laughs> with selling my turnips for that. Yeah. Um, rather than going for the like maximum of like 700 bells yeah, per right. turnip or whatever. <laughs> I like th- that would be easy to become big rich. Yeah. But it's it's different, dude. I'm I'm trying to be <laughs> I'm trying to be as honest a billionaire as you can be, <laughs> which is barely at all, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a the, the thing though is that I do I want the benefits of the happy home paradise stuff. I just don't want to do this. I haven't wanted to put in the time. Mm. Um because I, I enjoy doing it well enough. Whereas like for Ashley, she when she does it, she like really gets into it. And mm. I'm like, oh, this, that, the other. Okay, good enough, you know feels like feels like an okay place yeah um, i think that's you're you're too gamer dude you're too gamer. <laughs> yeah like if you got rewarded more for doing yes. more you would do i more. would do more but yep. because you know that it's the same thing you don't care as much <laughs> but i definitely just in it because she's like i want to make it look good mm-hmm. i want <laughs> this i want this character much. to be happy with me exactly that i did a good job <laughs> we like they they don't know the difference one way or another but you know still like better it's more fun to believe <laughs> true uh yeah so but i do want the benefits from that of like partitions and stuff but i think ashley and i are going to help each other where my house is fine it's it's okay but like there's a bunch of things that could be done and like i also am like collecting more and more things so that eventually i'm just i'll have a lot of things and can do stuff with it the same way you can in the happy home paradise houses um but in general my house is like you know whatever Whereas the island in general, like infrastructure wise, like I'm, I feel like works fairly well. And like, I like thinking about that kind of stuff. And Ashley is exactly the opposite. And today she was like, could you just help me? Like you do the infrastructure stuff, like cliffs and waterfalls and all that. Cause I don't like doing that stuff and I don't really have much of a vision for it or whatever. Um, and so I think we might help each other with each of our things mm-hmm. and together we'll be the greatest Dude, animal crossings violence. we ever did <laughs> the greatest animal crossings <laughs> um but yeah i'll yeah. i'll get to animal crossing once i'm big rich dude there um, you go yep <laughs> once i hit my 100 million bells up uh-huh once you've crossed the animal all the way true, dude. um but other than that i'm playing pokemans dude mm-hmm. um but mostly just yesterday and the day before Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, just yesterday, Thursday, and a little bit today. Nice. Um, it's was fun, dude. It's just Pokemon. are you doing it as a Nuzlocke? No, I saw you say okay. absolutely not. If we hit the goal, I'll do a Nuzlocke because I want to. Like, if I'm doing a Nuzlocke, I'm buying Pearl. Um, gotcha. And I'm going yeah. to do the Nuzlocke on that, and for that, I mm-hmm. want to do this up because I'm not going to buy the game again. I, that's not <laughs> what I was going to do, but I'll do it if it's if we hit a sub goal. Mm-hmm. Because then the sub goal paid for the game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Because um, I saw you say, you know, Piplup, Piplup, Piplup. You can't. That's a lot. That's and then I said I lost Piplup. It's because Piplup, yeah. I said I no longer have Piplup. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. People in the chat was like, oh, that's clickbait. And I was like, kind of. <laughs> but I, I no longer have Piplup. He's a print bluff now. Oh. Uh, Brinblop, <laughs> that's not a Piplop. Uh, that's funny. Yep. And the, the th- like when you I got wrote me. that title, that wasn't even the intent. But I was like, <laughs> I mean, intent impact. <laughs> so like, yeah. Um, that yeah, way yeah. it did end up being clickbait. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, I don't have- yeah. What do you think so far? It's Pokemon Diamond. You know, yeah. like I knew I came in knowing I wasn't going to reinvent the wheel. I was going to make certain things more. Uh, you know. Uh, 
like less painless. I mean, mm-hmm. more painless. Yeah, right. Yeah, more painless. And but <laughs> it still would like do the whole since it's a fateful remake or whatever. Some of the like archaic, annoying stuff is going to be in it, like yeah. the the freaking store in the in the Pokemon Center being separated. Like it wouldn't be mm. fateful if they didn't do that. But yeah, it's annoying because they did that. Yep. Uh, and then you know, there's like other small annoyances like that. So. Yep. I wonder. So I've I've yet to get like Ashley plays Pokemon Go a good bit and likes Pokemon as a property, but mm-hmm. hasn't gotten into slash really tried any Pokemon games. I wonder if she'd be other than okay, she played a little bit of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. She played the whole demo and was like, this is great. And then I got her the game for Christmas. And then she I think played up through the end of the demo again and then that was it. So maybe not that one. I think she liked the the concept of that and the story and stuff, but just really didn't enjoy or the game, like the yeah, because the, the gameplay is like super like the mystery dungeon yeah, part of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is you know pretty important to to whole games. All that said, I wonder which of the Pokemon games on Switch now would be the one that would be most likely to get her in because I don't I don't think it would be. Because even though Sword and Shield is still kind of basic, not you know, it's, I, I wouldn't it's not, say so. you know. I think Let's Go is like lowest impact in terms yeah. of like I think she but she didn't really like because I tried to show it to her and I don't think she was a big fan of the motion catching kind I mean, of stuff. And she doesn't play handheld. Oh right. Well, right. Yeah. All right. Well then so, the best option's probably Diamond and Pearl then. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's what it would be. I think it would be let's go if it weren't for the catching mechanics stuff. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. If she if she's like does not play handheld at all. Yeah. Um, then yeah, you gotta go Diamond and Pearl. Even though I think Diamond and Pearl are like they're not nearly as low impact. Like yeah, Diamond right. and Pearl are still like I would say they're like they're like almost sword and shield. <laughs> you know, like sword and shield <laughs> yeah. have more to them and stuff, but Diamond and Pearl still have like a lot of the like uh mechanical stuff and in terms of like how the battle system works it's the same battle system as time I mean, as sword yeah. and shield you know does it still show you like in this one to show you like if battle, stuff like, is super effective and stuff, and stuff like, like yeah, that yeah. okay cool um yeah that's to, like battle the pokemon i don't know how that works because i don't pay attention to it mm-hmm. so like right. i don't know yeah. if you <laughs> had to like discover the weakness you know where it's like oh mm-hmm. i hit that pokemon with a psychic type attack so i know that yeah. it's super effective or if it's literally just oh you battled that pokemon so we know I what think type it's it is. that one from yeah. I, I mean i don't know for this but for sword and shield i think it was have i seen this pokemon mm-hmm. before um yeah but i don't know could be wrong yeah i if i was a pokemon fan that was a back in my day sort of pokemon fan i would shake my fist at that i'd be punching the air right now um but i I think it really is good for i mean it's one of those things where like it is good for new players because especially with you know the amount of types in gen one oh you're talking about like just that mechanic yeah oh that mechanic yeah specifically like it's good for the new fans because you know there's at this point, there's so many types that like everything interacts with everything in more complicated ways. Yeah. Just with adding literally, you know, dark steel dragon or dark steel and fairy. And is that it? Is that the only three that have been added since Gen 1? Yes. Yeah. Dark, fairy, and steel. For whatever reason, adding just those three, I feel like 
added a lot of extra interaction. Yeah, because it compounds. Things. It's like, yeah, it's, right. there's dual typing. So then yes. you have to be like, yeah. okay, well, what if th there's still dual types that have not been done before yeah, to this right. day. Crazy. And that like, it's all math. It's like, cause <laughs> it, 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 literally, literally, it's like, okay, this one is, I, I gotta add a two times multiplier to this. Mm -hmm. I gotta do a 0.25 multiplier to this, <laughs> you know, it's like, like that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, so if you don't understand like what that math is, like what is two X and what's 0.5 and you know, then yep. it's hard to understand all that stuff mm -hmm. in that, that whole, like, yep. But it's like, you know, scissors. for a new person, it's really good to have that because it can be overwhelming. And for a veteran, it's like, if you know it already, you know it already. So it being there is like, all right, cool. I knew that. Mm -hmm. And like, might as well have it there. You know, it's not like it's turning it off. Isn't unlike, unlike experience share where I can see somebody being like, oh, I wanted to, you know, have not experience share or nah, whatever. I, I think like, it's the same. It's the same. It's a different side to the same coin. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like making everything more seamless yeah. where it's like all that does is add more time to your experience. It doesn't make it any harder. Right. It just makes yeah. it less time. Literally the only thing <laughs> that having the toggle for experience share makes sense or whatever is, is specific challenge runs. Like it, that's it. That's all I can think of. And even then, like, I don't know what exactly would, what, you know what I mean? said. Experience share lets me play the game with more than just a team of yes. six. That's exactly yeah. how I've been playing this game. Yep. That's exactly how I've been playing. I'm <laughs> me, I'm from the get-go, I'm trying to complete my Pokedex. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, well, what Pokemon can I have on my team that need to evolve and what levels do they evolve at? And yep. like who needs friendship and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas before I would I would be forced to have one team because I would have to grind. Yeah. So it's like, eh, I don't really oh, want to have yeah, I, I, I would not to. turn off experience share. <laughs> You know, like I haven't picked up the game yet, but I will at some point. And uh, at that, yeah, I I will not be turning off experience. Yet. You can't because you can't. It's not, anyway, it's not, yeah, so. it's not even an item. <laughs> it's just something that is always on. Yep. Which again, I don't care because like yep. I would have it on anyway because I like having the option to like train all mm -hmm. my Pokemon, not just one group of six. Yeah, it's true. Yep. So. Oh, interesting. So yeah, Mark said Sword was the first Pokemon game I've ever actually owned and experience share was actually a major factor for me choosing to get it. It yeah. just makes the whole thing more seamless. <laughs> like, it's, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And it, it is funny going back to like, so yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, I guess Gen 1, there was an item called Experience All that was the same concept, except for everybody would get one sixth. Like they would share Ooh. the experience divvied up between them. And it was the just slowest and most of yeah, thing ever be like, like they get three experience exactly points. exactly <laughs> like, like, okay what is, what is the point of this Fine. whereas now it's like it's a sliding scale it's like if the yeah. pokemon was involved it it's it varies on uh, on a lot of different factors where it's like you get more experience if you're a lower level you get more experience mm -hmm. if you're you were actually in the battle you know like that yeah. sort of stuff uh, but everybody gets something <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well, cool. I'm glad that you're, you know, enjoying it for the most part. And uh... Pokemon, yeah, but but something I was saying on stream, and I'm still like, I'm mostly just playing it on stream. Um, the only stuff that I'm doing like off stream is stuff like that where I want to like evolve a Pokemon 
that yeah. I don't see myself like trying to use in like the elite four or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll do that stuff on stream. But for the most part, I'm trying to like play through the game on stream. Uh, yeah. But I, I've been saying this whole time on, on stream. It's like this game sucks until I get to Amity Park, Amity <laughs> Park. Cause then I can use my, I can walk with my Pokemon. Uh, then the game. How far out cool. is that? It's the third gym. Well, it's, it's like before the third gym, you get to heart, heart home. Uh, and then that's where the, that uh, Amity Park is. And then once you go there the first time, you unlock the ability to have fun. Um, it's Amity Square. Thank you very much. And Anim- ah, Amity Park see. is from Danny Phantom. Same thing. It's a square <laughs> I, park. <laughs> Whatever. I only, I just looked up Amity Park and it showed Danny Phantom. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, the, the, yeah, nice. Yep. That thing. Um, I'm there, like I, I'm at the town, but I didn't go to the the square or whatever mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted to do it on stream. Yeah. So nice. What's the like long term goal for this game? Is it just like beat the game on stream, or I no. guess you mentioned catch doing the whole Pokedex? Is that? Yeah, I'm going to beat the game on stream. I'm going to probably do the whole Pokedex. I'm going to shiny hunt. Nice. Same thing, Sword and Shield, just mm-hmm. different game, different Pokemon. Yep. Nice. And if we reach this up goal, Nuzlocke, and I'm going to like, if we, so with, with Sword and Shield, like the difference between like how I'm approaching Nuzlocke and this game versus that game, I just Mm -hmm. did the Nuzlocke when I wanted to. But if we reach this up goal, I'm going to keep trying to do the Nuzlocke until (laughs) I beat it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that would be the difference there. National Dex, yeah, that too. Nice. Um. I forgot. I actually did play a bit more of one game. Very briefly, I played Mario Kart 64 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and rubber banding is a thing that exists. Yes. Yep. <laughs> like, totally. So much. Yeah. It's just so funny because like there were times like I know, especially true in like uh, I think Super Mario Kart and stuff. And then in this one as well, I guess there were times where it's like, oh, nice. I got a gold mushroom and I'm like, like just just go really fast and get way ahead. And then literally I'll turn around and then the person person was like right behind me, like nothing ever happened. And I was like, what was the point of the gold mushroom for that? <sighs> Silly game. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I played it at the end. Um, yep. So, you know, it's short as N64. And, uh, yeah. you know, could be that that's the best game of the year, but, you know, we'll find out this uh, December at the Game of the Year Awards. Game Awards. It's not called Game of the Year Awards. Just called Game Awards. Let's talk about those. Oh, yeah, true. I did say that I was going to do mine. I'm going to do my nominees on the show as we go through. Okay. I'm going to do it because I didn't do it yet. Oh, <laughs> do you want to share your screen and then we'll talk through them? Sure. Uh, okay, hold on. Cool. I got to go to the website. Did you do it? <laughs> I did. I did indeed. I'll tell you which ones I did. I for a good bunch of them. I was like, I don't care. I just put it. I clicked on something. <laughs> uh, all good. The last time, so I tried to do this exactly one time, and it didn't let me. So I was like, I don't care, and I didn't do it. And I was like, wait, I can do this on the podcast. Let's do this. No, wait, hold on, hold on. whatever, dude. Um, start voting. Okay, here we are uh share screen this one share here we are look at that on the screen game of the year this is the only one that 
I played enough to care. You know, uh, I played a little bit of Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> but the game broke, so I can't give that game to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't can't do that. Yep. Um, freaking, it takes two. I wanted to play this, but I did play that with time. Ashley. We didn't beat it, but we played probably like half of it, I guess, with Ashley. And it was good. Yeah, I mean, I I voted Metroid Dread as well. Um, uh, Psychonauts two. I'll play this at some point. I have Game Pass, dude. Yep. But yeah, Makes no, sense. Metroid Dread, good game. Game's cool. I want to beat that game. I'm decently far enough in it, um, but other stuff. On this cool. one, before we move on, what, what do you think actually wins? Like, we won't talk about this for all of them because um, who cares for some of them. I but... think that there's a good chance that Ratchet and Clank, Deathloop, or Metroid wins. Mm-hmm. For slightly different reasons, I think Deathloop yeah. is like more of the like poster child, typically mm-hmm. wins sort of thing. Because it seems like they either like awarding it to like long running like franchises mm-hmm. that are in that sort of genre, or they like giving it to like the new guy. You know, yeah. I think Resident Evil is like too long of a franchise that doesn't always like reach that like pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Where this game is probably this and seven since four is are were the first games to like even be in that conversation, really. right? And this game, I don't think really ever was in the conversation beyond like the meme of the vampire lady, you know. Like the game yeah. I hear is good, <laughs> but it's not that it's it's good, you know. <laughs> like it's one of those games, yeah. It's one of those games, and I don't think yep. that that's what they usually try to give game of the year, unless there's no other game that fits that, like uh the template. The yeah. game of the year template you know how mm-hmm. like animal crossing in 2020 was the game of the year because it was the game that yeah, our, right. the public consciousness cared about the most but mm-hmm. it's not the game that they want to put on the game of the game awards ad you know they don't yeah, want that right. in the hall of fame of game award <laughs> games um so yeah i think that it's it's mm-hmm. between death loop uh ratchet and clank because ratchet and clank is sort of on that like breath of the wild kind of mm-hmm. like Mario Odyssey. I mean, Mario Odyssey was nominated. It's one of the only games that really takes advantage of the SSD and look at the graphics and stuff. Like, yeah. So I could honestly with this, like, I, I've heard a bunch of people saying, like, you know, I mean, awesome. Like, it's probably not going to win, but awesome that Metroid Dread made it here. And I'm, I'm not that unconfident that it could win. Like, I feel like I could see it winning. Yeah, especially compared to the other. If, if like God of War or something were on here, like a yeah you know, like third person of the action wild, sort of yeah like adventure kind of game or whatever then i'd be like yeah it's probably just going to that but like mm-hmm. even death loop even though it has a campaign and that i don't know probably maybe good or something like that like it's a first person shooter and that feels like a one notch down compared to third person adventure game for game yeah. awards purposes like in terms of the tiers like nothing else feels like yeah, I don't know. I think Metroid Dread this just has is, a this, good enough chance. This category usually, it, like, it's supposed to be like the game that like speaks uh-huh. for the for the you know for the industry and stuff like that. But it really just ends up being the, like the mm-hmm. closest thing to, to a, a Breath of the Wild like <laughs> video game. You know? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm hopeful. But yeah, I mean, I think there it's some good ones on there for sure. Best game direction. It takes two. Death Loop, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank. Uh 
I think I voted It Takes Two for this. I think It Takes Two. I could see It Takes Two. I can see an argument for that. I haven't seen enough of Mm -hmm. um, Psychonauts 2. I could see that also, like just Mm -hmm. based off what I know of it of it i could see argument for it, but i haven't seen it up so i'm voting it takes two because i've seen a decent amount of that game i just haven't played it myself physically yeah <laughs> um let me this is like in the way next category <laughs> uh best narrative i can't even i don't know i didn't <laughs> see these freaking narratives dude this is even here is where i started kind of guessing i was like i guess it takes two but like, you know, I don't know I any don't, of the other ones story-wise. So I don't know. Can I skip? <laughs> Let me skip. Yeah, you can skip them. I skipped. Um, best art direction. I mean. For audio listeners, it's The Artful Escape, Death Loop, Kena, oh, yeah, Bridge yeah. of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I voted Ratchet Kena. and Clank. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank also looks great. Yeah, I'm that. Best score in music. Why is Cyberpunk nominated for literally anything? Uh, yeah. Can I give negative votes to something? I mean, you can skip it if you don't have a preference on it. Honestly, I think more than ever, I don't have a preference on a lot of these ones. Yeah, no, I'm skipping this one. But I just am upset that Cyberpunk's even on here for anything. Yep. Mark said, I'll sing the praises of the Artful Escape as much as I can, so... Apparently that one's good. I'll All have right. to check it out. I don't even know anything. I'm voting for it in the name of Mark. <laughs> Vote. Next. You got two votes, Mark. <laughs> you doubled up. All right. <laughs> Best audio design. Um, hmm. I mean, this is I think I put Forza for this one just because, like, I don't know, some of those games I do a good job. Game. Audio and Ratchet and Clank is good. So I'll cool. vote for that. Nice. The audio worked. I can tell you that. <laughs> um best performance oh, this is life is strange and this uh-huh. is, uh, i don't want to vote him just on principle dude i don't even remember he's what just, the controversy like is right not not a controversy or anything like mm. that but it's kind of cheating dude like you're, you're <laughs> an actor actor like, you're, you're like in movies and stuff <laughs> yeah i feel you there that makes sense death loop resident evil village death loop is he cult yeah he's cult i'm voting for cult nice because I watched Colton play that game. <laughs> Actually, no. Well, Colton I saw Colton. I saw Colton play a little bit. I saw Wes play more of it than I saw Colton play. Next category. Games for impact. Um, uh, I think I voted before your eyes for this one. I don't know its impact specifically. I know that it had an interesting um concept. Or, have you heard of that one at all? No. So you the hook only up game in this category that I know of is this game. And I hear a lot yep. of people like the story of this game and that nice. it was meaningful and stuff. Cool. I saw the impact of this game. <laughs> well, so I can go. vote for that one of life. Is so before your eyes is interesting. Cause it's you hook up your webcam and um, you something like this. I could be getting it kind of wrong, but basically like, as long as you keep your eyes open, the, whatever's happening on screen happens but then if you blink it'll move on to the next like scene or whatever um and something about that it's like it's interestingly done to where that becomes a really well done mechanic or something but Me. which sounds cool but i'm it's a pc game so i'm not going to play it because i don't have that's weeping fact. angels that's already <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> 
best ongoing game. I swear to God, if I see them put Cyberpunk 27 in this game, I mean, in this category next year, I don't care how many patches it gets. I'm going yeah. to be very upset. I put Final Fantasy 14 on behalf of Mitch because he's been playing it. And My whole timeline is always talking about Final Fantasy 14, <laughs> so I'm voting for that. Nice. Friendship. <laughs> Best indie. What the heck just happened there? Uh, freaking 12 minutes, Death Store, Inscription, mm-hmm. Kana, and Loop Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try Death Door because that's coming to Switch. It is, yeah. Inscription, everybody's saying to try Inscription. Oh, yeah, that's the one I have seen. Some is that on Switch? I don't think so. Because it's a Devolver Digital game. Oh, I don't think I got an email about that. And they emailed me about all the Switch games. <laughs> so. Is it only on? Yeah, it's just on Steam right now. Yeah, so. Interesting. Uh, tentatively, I would vote Death Store, but I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. So, next nice. category. Uh-huh. Uh, best mobile game. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of any of these except for Genshin. Wow, Pokemon Unite. Never mind, that's on there. There you go. <laughs> I'm voting for Pokemon Unite because I like that game, except for when I don't. But it's not really the game's <laughs> fault. It's the people that yeah, are playing yeah, the game true. that make me not like the game. Yeah. Best community support. Uh, I mean... This is the kind of thing where I couldn't even know. Like, even if the honestly, game is theoretically great. Honestly... <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, I think I got to vote for Fortnite. <laughs> I don't like Fortnite, but it's hard to argue that Fortnite, like that game isn't well supported. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to argue that. Yep. Innovation and accessibility. Um, I couldn't say. I don't know. What did they do? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know for these. We. I played Ratchet and Clank. I don't know what, uh, like, noteworthy yeah. accessibility thing that they did i mean i guess that's the kind of thing where you wouldn't know about it unless you had to use it i suppose yeah. so but so, yeah for some it. of these i definitely hadn't heard of anything so i don't know best vr slash ar um i didn't play any of these in vr or ar so <laughs> i skip skip mm-hmm. best action, best action game. game okay so here's now that we're getting into some like specific genre ones or whatever do you Let's talk about if there's any Nintendo games specifically that we feel like got not snubbed necessarily. Like that's a strong word, but just like missed, you know? Yeah. Cause like, I feel like Metroid Dread could have easily showed up in here, especially over, I don't know. I haven't played Far Cry 6. Like, yeah. Why is Back for Blood here? Yep. Put Metroid in that. Also, what is Chivalry 2? I don't know. I was going to say that too, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, could be a great game, I, but I haven't even heard of it. Nah, so I, game I sucks. I'm saying it. <laughs> I don't know anything about the game, but I'm going to say it sucks. You what are you going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark said, loop. <laughs> Mario Golf Super Rush snubbed for best action game. Yo, facts. <laughs> That's a fact. Best action adventure. This is a stupid category. This category is dumb. Why did it go back? What the heck? Did you just see that? I did. I thought you did that. No. (laughs) My mouse was over here. Um, But yeah, no. Metroid. Metroid Dread. Nice. Next. I heard of that game. 
best role playing. playing. Why is cyberpunk here? Alec, among other people, was a little mad about this one because it did it again. It did do it again. That was weird. Okay, why why is it really default there? You know. And also, like that game came out, Monster Hunter Rise, and I purchased that game. (laughs) Okay, Monster Hunter Rise probably should have been in one of the best action game slots, not in best role playing game because it's it's It's, not a role. I mean, kind of, but like it's like its own thing, but it's kind of a role playing game too. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't play Shin Megami Tensei Five. I played Monster Hunter Rise. It's a fun game until it's not. You know. Mm-hmm. Some master. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I didn't play Shin Megami Tensei. No, I'm. I mean, I'm seeing stuff about it. And I'm still Get, interested, but fix your sight, Jeff Keeley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best fighting game, Demon Slayer. Uh, Lee likes that game. Nice. Guilty Gear. A lot of people like that game. Melty Blood. Eh. I know people mm-hmm. like that game, but eh. Nick All Star Brawl. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual Fighter. I'm voting Guilty Gear Strive. Nice. Because I see the community behind that game. Game looks cool. I would play that game if I knew more people that play the game. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you said Guilty Gear. Let's go. So you got at least one. That's a fact. Uh, it doesn't say game. best family game. It just says best, best family. family. So vote for the best family. Is it the WarioWare family? Uh, I think the Pokemon Snap <laughs> family is the best family. Yeah. Honestly, let's see. There was something that I felt like should have shown oh, up. Oh, well, hold on. Here's the we didn't read the categories for everything yeah. else, but it takes to Mario mm-hmm. stuff, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Mario 3D World, Bowser's mm-hmm. Fury, and uh, WarioWare get it together. I'm yep. voting New Pokemon Snap. Yeah. I mean, and all, this category is always a bit funny too, because like, is it the best? It's just the Nintendo category. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the best of these games is a different thing from like best game for the whole family to play together. Usually, I don't think it actually means for the whole family. It's but it's just like age appropriate or like you know family friendly games. I think is really what it should be. In which case, definitely new Pokemon Snap. But if it's asking like games the for whole family to play together, play together yeah, then probably, like probably more Mario Party probably. Superstars yeah. or you know any of the co op ones or something like that. But yeah, I voted new Pokemon Snap too. I'm pretty sure. Uh, best Sim slash strategy. This is the nerd game category. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I didn't play any of these. Well, actually, I don't know what playing uh, these games really entails. I saw a lot of Microsoft Flight Simulator, and that game looks cool. So I'm voting for that. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, best sports slash racing why is that why are they the same thing uh forza horizon i'm voting for that did you vote hot wheels unleashed oh no i category f1 f1 2021 fifa 2022 forza horizon 5 uh freaking hot wheels unleashed and um Riders Republic. I will say, so I voted for the Horizon 5, even though I haven't played it or whatever, but I hear good things. Riders Republic looks pretty neat from the things that I've seen. I saw Blessing play it a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I watched him streaming it for like a couple of minutes while I was lurking and seems pretty cool. And uh yeah, I Hot Wheels Unleashed is on sale right now. So like I might end up getting that at some point. I thought just you were gonna buy a game. Neat. That was like one of the games. I was like, that was, and I remember because I was like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next, best multiplayer. 
it did it again. Bad for Blood, it. Knockout City. I'm voting Knockout City. Nice. Uh, it takes two. Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and freaking what is Valheim? this? Valheim. Yeah. I'm voting Knockout City. Game's cool. Nice. Dodgeball is cool. Game's good. Mm-hmm. Next. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. And now we're it's just not true. I know skip who a bunch. Dream is, but I'm I not. also know who Dream is. I'm very surprised that Dream's showing up here, considering. But like, I guess yeah. it's not. You know, maybe it's not that controversial in the grand scheme of like. Yeah. This. He, it wasn't like cancel him. He's a terrible person, sort of. Stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't care about this category. Next. Yep. Uh, best debut indie: Darkful Escape, The Forgotten City, Kana, mm-hmm. Sable. Mm-hmm. And Valheim. Uh, I'm going to. This one's for Mark. Most anticipated game. Elden Ring. Don't care. God of War Ragnarok. Care a little bit. Horizon Forbidden West. Care moderately more than that. Starfield. Don't care. The sequel to The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. TM. I'm voting for that. Next. It's funny. I suspect that Elden Ring is going to win that, even though, like, it's just the closest to release. So I think that's a thing too. I mean, people are excited about it for sure. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I've seen a little bit for that game, and it looks it looks fun. I may it looks pick like, it up one day it, or something. It looks like a very not me game, other than mm-hmm. the like challenge of it. You know, right? Like the, yeah, the, like the whole Dark Souls. Like I like games. Mm-hmm. But I don't care about the like high fantasy. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, from what people said, it seems like open worlds in the in the vein of more like more Breath of the Wilds than um, you know, I don't know, Assassin's Creed or something like that. So, you know, that's neat. But we'll see. the thing about Breath of the Wild is like I don't ever have to pay attention to anything that's like any any of the like high fantasy aspects of it because they don't most of the characters don't talk (laughs) the story is largely optional you know (laughs) like so it's like it seems like this one's still more in that vein from the bits that i've seen that it's more Mm -hmm. about exploration and interacting with the world and you know killing things and that kind of stuff then it is like we'll open up with like back in the back in the age of (laughs) yore back in yasha couldn't tell you i mean maybe dragon of (laughs) miklufu attack for the ring <laughs> like <laughs> you know and that's funny because it's surprising that it'd be like that if i mean that it wouldn't be more story-based if if i'm right because it is the dude from game of thrones so like mm-hmm. you know yeah seems like he would try to throw stuff at, but maybe he's you know into like the just general lore kind of stuff more than we'll see i don't even know uh, i mean then again from soft games are pretty like light on exposition deep on lore kind of a thing like mm, sort of like yeah. metroid yeah. um so Bloodborne was kind of like that it still was kind of yeah, yeah. still pretty like it did that <laughs> it did the, like, <laughs> the, yeah. The, yeah um freaking best esports game call of duty counter-strike global offense i didn't even know that that had a a, a subtitle uh, <laughs> dota 2 league of legends valorant I don't care. Yep. Next. <laughs> Best esports athlete. I know none of these people. <laughs> Next. I just voted for the one that I, I 
was like, he seems nice. <laughs> oh my God. I was about to say, do you know who he is? Nope, not at all. Uh, best team. If I know any of these teams, I'm voting for them. I don't. There you go. Next. <laughs> Where's Team Liquid? I know them. Where's, where's TSM at? Um, but anyway, uh, best esports coach. Do I know any of these people? Absolutely not. Skip. Uh, best esports event. And that's it. I will say I'm glad that the um we're done. Like the content creator stuff, esports stuff. I'm glad that that's kind of like back that to is being like in the thing. back of the pack uh, as opposed yeah, yeah. to being like front and center. I feel like when it first got added, it was like, you know, category number four, a bunch of esports things. And I was like, oh, but we don't. I think I it's know. kind of like traditional award show tactic where it's yeah. like you get people with reach involved in your show like they're invested yeah. because they're like they're, they have a stake in it literally yeah. um I literally it's one of they those. eat steaks when they're yeah. there they get a steak if they win <laughs> i could i could use some steak that's how it works that's the rule then win then win best yep. esports coach. yeah i mean so you know last question of all that stuff do we feel like there were specific games that should have showed up in more things and didn't i mean I feel like Metroid Dread could have showed up in a couple more, but also maybe not that much more. You know, I think it could get game of the year. Um, but where's Pokemon Snap? Get that game game of the year, dude. That's right. You can freaking throw an apple at Meganium. <laughs> we can how many times can you throw an apple at Meganium in Cyberpunk 2077? Not a single time. Not even one. With all the glitches that exist, you can't even you make can't even one throw of those an apple through Meganium in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> what a shame. So yeah, there you go. Um, you know, Game Awards should be an interesting time. That'll be in what? Eh, two uh, and a half this, weeks? Three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. December 9th. Yeah, so. I I don't care about the the nominees. I don't watch yeah. the game the game awards for the for the award part of it at all. No, nope. because but they I, usually it's usually just like the 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 committee like it's the type of games that they yeah. play that gets nominated mm-hmm. and that's like me and like people that. vote but i think we've seen I, I think that they, it's like 10 percent yeah, of it they like votes it's like they're transparent about the fact that the votes yeah. don't really matter that much right like, <laughs> they're like not weighted nearly as much as the 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 insiders club on yeah you know yeah Jeff which like, vote means way more than our votes combined <laughs> I don't, I never know with that kind of thing, like which I would prefer. I think I do like that there is a other times there's been a like popular vote side thing, like, and yeah. you know, which was just I think the fans I would care people. more about, like, I think the, the, what is it, like the BAFTAs or something like that? Mm-hmm. Or the, or maybe it's the Dice Awards. I think it's the Dice Awards um, that are like voted on by devs. That I think oh, is interesting. That's Developers interesting. voting on what the best yeah. games is seems what infinitely more cool than yeah. like because it's not even just like it's it's like it's journalists and it's mm-hmm. influencers you know it's like also yeah. people like us it's like people <laughs> that are friends with jeff Keeley mostly yeah, that are right. like on this committee and i'm like i don't really care about that like <laughs> and and i say that knowing some of the people that have voted on these awards i'm like mm-hmm. yeah you like those games or whatever and that's cool but i don't think that that speaks to that the whole of the 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 industry and when i say industry i don't even mean people working in it i mean like the industry holistically yeah um so 
Like, I don't really care about. I mean, and the whole thing is kind of is a little flawed to begin with, you know, just in that there's. Can you equivocally or like, yeah, can you say just what like the game of the year is? And is it's yeah, so much more of a subjective thing anyway? A lot of the it, I guarantee you, even the people that voted on these mm-hmm. were the same. It was the same thing as what we just did. Or was like, yeah. I didn't play this. <laughs> I barely even know what this game is. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, so it's just yeah. like they vote for whatever. It's like, oh, I saw that game on an ad before. I didn't play it, but I thought about playing it, so I'm voting for that. You know. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But I think they're the awards themselves are cool because. Or, or like watching the awards themselves for the awards is cool because I like doing that with Bob where it's like, oh, this game's probably going to win. Like, mm-hmm. no, like yeah. the inside baseball of the inside baseball, like who knows, <laughs> who knows the industry type better, <laughs> you know, like that sort of situation. Yeah. Um, but like having any Sorry. sort of like investment in it from like, I like this game and I want it to win. That part mm-hmm. is like, I'm detached from that. I don't really. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, for me, the metroid winning i think is just a benefit to metroid in and of itself and that's yeah. a fun it'd be thing very to cool see. with metroid win. yeah be, for sure happy to see that yep um so yeah and hopefully i mean hopefully we get the whole metroid trailers at the game awards we'll see but in general yeah it's just it's fun to watch reveals and stuff even though more often than not the ones that get revealed there 90 five percent it's like watching a bethesda e3 where i'm like maybe i'll care about one of these yeah. but mostly <laughs> yeah. i don't um so there's a lot of that or actually ubisoft is is probably more on point because i'll very care about one of them yes like, exactly. you know, mario post yeah. rabbits or something and then i don't care one iota about about all the tom clancy else. games yeah <laughs> <laughs> like all of the different like the division and tom clancy and far cry and like just a bunch of different shooter games and stuff that I'm like, I yeah, who cares? Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll get, hopefully a 5% that does appeal to us will be a great 5%. It's true. It's we'll true. see. We'll so, yeah. see. And maybe one of those trailers is going to be for Kirby in the Forgotten Land because that seems to be coming out. I hope not. Sometime soonish. And if that's like the Nintendo thing that they bring to the show, we met. We know <laughs> yeah. about that already. Tell yes. me new stuff. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so basically it's just um uh stealth pointed out on twitter that do, 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 that kirby in the forgotten land was rated by the esrb today which means the game is likely already finished or close to it um we know it's coming out in spring and I, it just sounds like this means and it's like it's nintendo spring so yeah right that just so, means q1 of the year yep so hopefully that means um yeah, I mean, could very well be like Kirby Star Allies was March 29th of its respective year. I'm pretty sure. Yep. So the last yeah, I remember week that because that March it was, it was literally like the the month that I became a brand ambassador and I didn't ask for that game <laughs> intentionally because I was like I don't want anybody oh. <laughs> to like think that like what and it was like before I played the game. But yeah. I didn't want to ask for it because I didn't like if I ended up liking it, I didn't want them to think that that was why I liked it. And if I didn't like it, then, yeah. you know, like that, that whole situation. But mm-hmm. that was just for that game specifically, because I already like posted opinions about it beforehand. So I didn't want to deal with any of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, I didn't care. It's true. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully the game, you know, comes out pretty soon. Stuff. I'm I'm down. I'm very cool. excited. About I want to see. 
how good it is. And I'm also curious to see if I'm right about my theory that it's like a Super Mario uh, 3D world mm, sort of thing. I think you I think you are probably there might be some sections that are a little bit more open or something it I mean feels like, like Mario 3D world's the same way looking but. at that trailer feels like the the no way home trailer <laughs> where it's like the composition is like eh, it looks like you're trying to fit somebody else <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 man that's a, <laughs> I know what you're talking about too. yeah um, I, I guess we'll talk, we could talk about it in the, we in will the Marvel section we totally will <laughs> yeah uh but yeah, Kirby coming soon. There you go. That's it. Very short news blur, but uh, there it is. Also, kind of random, but I didn't even read the article. I just saw the headline. I was like, oh, we'll talk about it on here. The GameCube maybe was going to be not purple. And basically, Nintendo of America was worried about it being purple and thought that no one was going to like it or something like that. It's so here's the actual quote. Indigo. Oh, you're it's so right. Is it? I don't even know what Indigo. Indigo is like... I think indigo is more blue than it's purple. Yeah, but. that's what I'm. Okay, but I've, I'm seeing it kind of both ways. So, yeah. I don't know. What does uh, the color will say? <laughs> that's the real question. Okay, so here's the quote while you look up colors for yourself. Because <laughs> you're a fourth grader. Fourth graders? No, like kindergarten, that right? That is not know. a fourth grader thing. <laughs> it's because I went to school partially for graphic design. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um as a part of an interview with VGC in celebration of the console's 20th anniversary, former VP of Marketing and Corporate Affairs, Perrin Kaplan, mentions that it's the team blue. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but I mean, kind of purple is too. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he mentioned that the team on its side went to Japan headquarters and suggested that the purple was not the best to start with for the GameCube. She added that it just didn't feel masculine. Ultimately, oh as we know... Pack yeah, her up. <laughs> As we know, Nintendo ended up sticking with purple for the GameCube. Um, so the full quote is, we actually suggested the purple was not the best to start with. And Japan said, no, we're going to use that. <laughs> then we pushed for black and silver because I think in the US, nobody had really ever done purple color before. It wasn't that you couldn't bring out hardware that was a different color. It was just a very female looking color. It just didn't feel masculine, I think. I remember us being very nervous at E3 when we were going to that we were going to get bad press purely based on the color. Um, somebody else <laughs> afterwards said, yeah, somebody, uh, who's this? Uh, Beth Lillowin, NOA's former director of corporate communications, also chimed in. She mentioned that game systems tended to have a black color around the GameCube days, and the company was always combating what our competitors at Sony and Microsoft were doing from a PR perspective, and having this purple box didn't quite help there. Uh, I mean... I I just don't like the phrasing. They're not mm-hmm. wrong. I don't like the yeah, whole yeah. thing of like like it being like I don't want our box to <laughs> not look masculine enough. Yeah, like, that that part of it is stupid. But they're not wrong because black consoles do usually sell the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, the Wii kind of changed that a little bit, but mm, even the yeah, Wii got point. a big boost when it was like we have a black one now. <laughs> <laughs> like um, so. Yeah, yes, it's true, but no. <laughs> It'd be interesting to go back with hindsight now to the GameCube days and just like relive that some of those the, conversations. That and... was the thing that made it not sell 155 million <laughs> units or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like because it was purple or whatever. It had been black. Honestly, it's funny for me to think back to the GameCube days because like I wasn't in touch with anything, anything, and all I knew was me and my three friends that I played video games with 
we were all very excited about the GameCube. And I was super disappointed that I had to move to the States where we then couldn't get one for a little while and blah, blah, blah. And like, um, so yeah, when I later in life found out the GameCube was not a particularly strong seller for Nintendo and stuff, and it was kind of a commercial failure ish. Um, then I was like pretty baffled because mm. in my mind, you know, with my limited perspective of me and my friends really wanted one seemed yeah. like it had I mean, probably it's kind of like how, how Nintendo fans view a lot of Nintendo IP where it's like, yeah, you look right. at like Zelda and they're mm-hmm. like, yo, Zelda is like the biggest thing in the world. <laughs> and it was very not. I mean, it's mm-hmm. up there now with Breath of the Wild, but yeah, right. Up yep. until then it was, it was not. Mm-hmm. And even like a more like extreme, like big contrast is stuff like metroid like nintendo fans think maybe even the most being donkey kong because i feel like that's one where like everybody knows donkey kong Mm. but like people just don't really buy donkey kong games that much so Mm. um, i mean donkey kong games don't sell poorly no Um, but yeah they're not they're they're definitely not like he's not donkey kong games aren't as big as you would think they are because they were like the first thing right yeah exactly like, people look at mario like mario is the first thing and he I mean, technically that's also true <laughs> but the game was called donkey kong <laughs> yeah right yeah i mean looking i'm just looking at some donkey kong country games um i mean yeah donkey kong country returns on Wii. that that did that was they the usually sell one, in the like five to like eight million range which is like decent yeah um yeah it's, yeah yeah it's, it's not some like of the early days especially yeah. we're doing pretty good i mean like tropical freeze was two million but that was on the Wii, and then three million on the switch and tropical that's, freeze a, was that's a port <laughs> oh sorry, sorry sorry yes 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 uh, on the wii u and so mm-hmm. yeah honestly especially so looking at Donkey Kong country returns on the wii it sold 6.5 million and that was in 2010 when like the wii was kind like was dying kind out. of on its way out yeah so that's pretty good for that so era. Saying, yeah, Donkey Kong sells. Surprising that they... Donkey Kong doesn't sell poorly, but it definitely yeah. doesn't sell as well as you would think, given yeah. the place that Donkey Kong has in gaming history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think what's surprising about it is really just how little Nintendo puts into Donkey Kong games. Not yeah. little like money or like... But just there's it, there's just not Donkey Kong games very often. Like he's mm-hmm. a spinoff Mario character at this point rather than being... His own thing more rather often than, than Mario not, so. being the spinoff. Yeah, exactly. Donkey <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kong Country returns on investment, said Mark. That's, <laughs> I mean, you know, Nintendo, right? So there's that. Yeah. Um, moving along, this is your thing. So I don't know really anything about this it's other than true. I saw you tweet it. So tell it's us more. True. Nintendo is partnering with Panda Global, who is a grassroots. Smash Brothers mostly esports org to yep. do a Smash Brothers tournament circuit. And this is noteworthy because Nintendo usually, I mean, they do like Smash Ultimate tournaments and they're like, eh, they're like scuffed in the sense that <laughs> like they're like items on and like sometimes right. they're four players yeah. and like, <laughs> you know, like that whole situation. Um, but also and mostly because it also includes melee they put yep. hashtag smash bros melee in their tweet <laughs> <laughs> um which is like what <laughs> 
Um, so I, I think that this is them dipping their toe in the water of like mm -hmm. actually being involved. Cause like I talk about it all the time where it's like Nintendo is like progressively like caring more and more about esports. Cause like, how could you not care about mm -hmm. esports in the year of all, I mean, the, yeah, the year of all <laughs> 2021, 2022 coming into, um, mm -hmm. and I think that there's, the, cause again, another thing that I talk about at a time where it's like smash ultimate specifically could be the biggest esport in the world free it, no competition absolutely none not even yeah. close but they don't have the backing that every other esport every single other esport has like on the base level you have um other esports being streamed by their developers like official mm -hmm. channels and stuff like that the the average is the the developer invest in prize pools and like provide setups and promotes the tournaments and stuff like that nintendo doesn't really do any of that and you still have like smash ultimate tournaments every week <laughs> averaging like 70 to 100 000 concurrent just from the work of fans of the game yeah right um so it's like if you see that type of like support and that that many eyeballs on the game just from fans of the game that already know about the competitive scene which is like a hurdle in and of itself to figure out about because again mm -hmm. it's not promoted by the person that made the video game imagine if it was promoted by the the, the developers of the video game yeah. Um, so this, this is like a, a interesting thing to see. I want to see how, <laughs> what, what all this means. Cause I'm pretty sure that like Panda Global wouldn't have signed on if they didn't have a, a good amount of input in like what the rule set would be mm -hmm. and where these tournaments are going to be held and what what's the, the what's their background like. before, like, I mean, or not their background, but like their tenure, I guess. Panda um, Global's so like were you familiar with them before this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're they're like one of the the biggest Smash orgs. Gotcha. Like nice. on the weekly basis with, with Smash tournaments and stuff like that. Their players they usually have at least two players in the top eight of mm -hmm. uh, Smash Ultimate tournaments, and usually one or two sometimes. And top eight of melee, um, mm -hmm. they have their own like content creation uh situation going on they make videos daily of like different you know smash brothers stuff of mm -hmm. like going from either it's casual stuff of like what character can clear the battlefront thing you know like uh -huh. that. yeah yeah like, i mean battlefield you know like different like gimmicky videos like that mm -hmm. to like dissecting and analyzing tournament sets and like talking about like international metas and mm -hmm. that sort of stuff and that their videos usually do pretty well for something as niche as that like their videos mm -hmm. average 100k plus on on yeah. like for daily videos right nice. um and beyond that they also like panda global is like more than just like the actual like playing the game side of it they also have a uh, part of their company that's called pg stats and that like basically compiles all of the like player specific stuff of like this player's ranked here in the world based on their results in these tournaments and these are their matchups against this character and this character and this is the achievements that they did because they beat this many uh, players with this character in this amount of time taking this mm -hmm. many stocks and you know like they go deep Man, yeah that's crazy <laughs> with, with like the 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 uh player analysis on that <laughs> so yeah. panda global they know their stuff they're legit it's it's uh cool to see nintendo partner with them and i want to see 
what the details are and how long this is going to last because it did like they do say specifically a short series so that Mm. tells me that this is nintendo being like all right we'll give you a chance (laughs) like (laughs) let's see what this does what do you Um, think i mean so at this point you think probably nintendo is the one to create the prize pool i would guess right and then uh, i don't i think that nintendo will probably invest in the prize pool i don't think they're going to completely provide it so it would be people paying to get in and then yeah, that be like thing, people or like paying to get in the tournament panda might put in for the uh, prize pool and uh-huh. nintendo will probably put in for the prize pool gotcha and I then the, does the, panda make any like any kind of ticket sales or something like that to I'd be able to so, subsidize yeah. They'd, okay. yeah they'd probably make money on the like because there's like usually spectator passes and there's uh mm-hmm. you know like the venue fees for people that are playing in the game and stuff like yeah right um so they'll probably make it on the back end of that and then i don't know they'll probably like co-stream it you know like Mm -hmm. handle will probably stream it on their channel and then nintendo i'd assume would stream it on their channels like on Mm -hmm. their um on their uh twitter and yeah you know twitch and youtube and so on so that'll be interesting to see i mean like what their what the prize pool ends up being like or whatever because it seems like that's one of the biggest things holding back smash yeah you know being because it's easy to have a big scene when when people see in Fortnite that you can get 30 30th place and make a million dollars yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that'll be an interesting to keep an eye on oh do we know when we find out more about it just 2022 i guess uh from people that i know that are part of panda like i watched some videos from them uh they Mm -hmm. said that we'll probably hear more about it later this year like before next year but we'll know full details next year um oh and another part of that that makes this interesting is panda was working on a controller for smash specifically interesting um so i don't know if this partnership has anything to do with that too um what do you think it'll be i mean do you think it's just a modded gamecube controller kind of a thing like the ones i I don't know that's what i'm saying it's interesting it would be interesting to see because it would have to for them to like make like the most optimal controller for for smash it would probably have to be a gamecube controller on the inside at least because Mm -hmm. gamecube controllers have the least amount of input delay when playing Uh, in smash by like four frames or something right um Uh so yeah the remake gamecube controllers like the you know the ones the, made the, nowadays yeah. for switch that have digital triggers and stuff do they still have the travel of uh what do you mean the, the, the you're like talking the, about like the third party like the like power a and all that stuff yeah like the um, officially licensed smash ones that come out now yeah exactly uh yeah those not the one so they had the uh like when uh smash 4 and ultimate 2 when those came mm-hmm. out they had like the smash logo with the like the yeah, fireball okay. and that like uh-huh. those those are just straight up gamecube controllers but like the oh, power even with a like controller- analog triggers and yeah stuff? they're just straight up gamecube controllers oh, and then they have a um an adapter where you can plug right. in any gamecube controller yeah. into the switch through the usb right um yeah. but these controllers and that, that's what these controllers would have to be unless nintendo is directly working with them to like make it so that whatever controller they make benefits from the same amount of input delay that um the gamecube controllers already have mm, yeah so that's why i'm also interested that mm. they picked them specifically that also has this controller in the works yeah very interesting i mean fun to see that nintendo's like now that smash dlc is all done like now they're doubling down that they're still working on it yeah 
Yeah, that's and, and this is another, it's another I told you so moment because <laughs> because they're like uh, like people were saying I oh, know I think they you know they closed the door. like they they like turn the lights off nobody's in that studio anymore um, and I'm like nah I I highly doubt that it works that way yeah man what a time well cool yeah I mean that'll be that'll be fun to see kind of how that plays out um, on the opposite side of that people doing. I mean, it, turning out better maybe now that things are being resolved. But GTA, I don't have much to say about this. GTA trilogy <laughs> is is apparently really, really, really bad. Um, and uh, but they had taken down. They had done the whole Nintendo with Pikmin three on the Wii U eShop thing, where they took it down so that they could then sell the new version. But like Nintendo did with Pikmin three on the Wii U eShop, they put it back up because. <laughs> because the new one in this case the new one was uh, is is not turning out great and needs some updates but they've announced that updates are coming so neat um i've never played gta and have zero intentions of playing it at any point in time no interest in playing yep. the trilogy um i was talking about somebody asked me about this on stream if i'm mm-hmm. planning to play that and i never like gta i've played gta games but i always played them like just doing dumb stuff you know yeah being like i wonder if i can drive the car through this or i wonder what happens if you punch this dude and if he gets mad and punches somebody else instead you know like doing all that not like what's the next mission on on my where's the waypoints Mm -hmm. at on the map i never played it like that ever what's funny i wonder if the way that you know doing the silly stuff in these days when like people you know the internet is so prevalent and stuff like does that lose its luster some because like other people you can kind of just find out you know what i'm saying i don't know about that i don't know you you mean like people playing it like casually like that i i doubt it because it's like breath of the wilds like that where like the internet finds out a lot of stuff i think that that more than like more often than not with that sort of thing that just makes you want to play it like that yeah (laughs) where it's like oh shoot you can do that Uh i'm trying that you know like yeah no that's true i mean especially unless it's like crazy complicated thing like speedrun strats like that's yes technically you can see that you could do stuff but it's hard and i don't want to work on doing that but no the like the the easy stuff like like oh you can mount a bear if you want like i remember when i found that out i don't think i just I think I did try without knowing that you could mount a deer. I was like, let's just see if this can happen. Um, where's the bear? I saw some video from Nintendo Life or whatever. And they're like, by the way, you can ride a bear. And I'm like, I'm going to ride a bear. I don't care what it takes. And that's that was the, I think the first screenshot on my Switch was was of me riding a bear in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but no, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's fun seeing those kinds of things and then doing that afterwards. Yeah, but, but not when the game's broken, I guess. Yeah, when the game doesn't work, <laughs> who cares? But I mean, even then, I don't, I never really cared about this game, um, about the trilogy. I think it's cool to have Grand Theft Auto on the Switch. Like, that's mm-hmm. a, a, it's a cool, uh, box to check. But yep. beyond that, I don't really care. <laughs> yep. It's true. Um, but if that's not the game for you, maybe some of these other games are going to be for you. And this is the point where I share my screen. And I don't know the best way to do this. Maybe this isn't the best way, but, um, Black Friday's coming out. Actually, I'm not going to share my screen yet. Black Friday's coming up, and there's a bunch of games out. So one of the ways that we could do this is, uh, yeah, whatever. I'll just, we'll do that. It'll be fine. I pulled up Deku Deals, which if everybody doesn't use Deku Deals already, just go use it sometimes. I, as you can see, uh, as you can't see, I'm not logged in on this computer, I guess. 
let me log in. I'm, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. I'm going to log in because I want to see which ones are on my wish list as well. Okay, cool. Now I'll share my screen. This is great podcasting material. Everybody loves this. <laughs> this is your favorite thing. You've never seen a better podcast than this right here. I say unto you. Okay. Okay, here we go. So now you can see I've got some in my collection and also have some other ones that are on like my wish list and stuff. Wait, but what's um, the point in tracking the price of games that you already have? There's none. It's <laughs> just, just actually I can, I could take out excluded ones in my collection. This is just an easy place for me to just in general track my collection, mm -hmm. not necessarily for the sales purposes, just for like the. Isn't there that GG place? There's like an app for that. I want to say I downloaded that and then I probably put my, I probably have my collection in several different places <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm that, that variety of you like spreadsheets. <laughs> I do like spreadsheets. I also, if I had my other computer pulled up, I would show you that spreadsheet. <laughs> I just need to put it on Google sheets. That's what I need to do. Cause it's just in my, um, just on my computer in Excel, but that's not convenient because I can only pull it up from this one computer and I don't have Excel on my Mac, but I do have Google sheets. So. Um, I figured we can just kind of look at some of these, point out any ones that if anybody is looking for recommendations, we can give them and say like, that's a good price for this game. You yep. should get it. So, um, you know, we'll go through moderately quickly, right? But so like, yeah, just you Mortal feel Phoenix free to Rising. say. $15 yeah. for sure. Definitely get that. Potentially yeah, get it more easy. than once. If you have yep. a Switch, get it on Switch. <laughs> If you have a next-gen console, get it on Switch and also that next-gen console. It's a very good game to play cross-save wise. It's very good. Oh yeah, I forgot I had cross-save specifically. Yes, that is oh, literally, that is nice. literally. If you have a Switch and a next-gen console, that is the only reason why I would recommend this game. <laughs> because like <laughs> other than that, just play Breath of the Wild. But like, <laughs> yeah. if you have a next-gen console, it's like it's another Breath of the Wild, but it looks prettier on a technical level. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, I had a good time with it for sure. It's, uh, it gets a little bit repetitive, I feel like, but it's, it's just fun to mess around with and good, good combat and all that. So that's fun. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise for 30 bucks. I mean, that's a great price for, you know, that's yeah. kind of binary. If you're into the concept of Monster Hunter, or if you want to try it out, 30 bucks is a good. That's like the, the type of game that like, I wish that like, I wish that Immortal Phoenix Rising and Monster Hunter Rise's prices were like switched <laughs> because like, if you could buy like this game for four people for the price mm. of buying the game like yeah. once, yeah, 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 then it's an easy sell because then it's like, yo, we can us four friends can play mm -hmm. this game, I'll buy it for all four of us, and we can play the game, you know. And Immortals Phoenix Rising, the reason why I think that it's a good purchase is because, like, if you buy it twice and you have it on two, like a next gen console yep. and on Switch, it's a good experience. Um, yep. so that would be cool, but. For what it's worth, I only played it on Switch and I thought it was fine, but obviously it looks better. Like it did a good job of, I think when they built it, they targeted Switch first and then mm -hmm. developed past that. Yeah, to I the mean, it looks fine. Stuff, which is it good. looks fine but, for sure. But well, I'm just better. saying like, it's like a cooler, like, <laughs> like it's more of a reason to buy it if you have a next gen console, because if you mm -hmm. just have a Switch, you played Breath of the Wild already and it's just a worse <laughs> Breath of the Wild. But if you have like a next-gen console, there's a big chance that like you play your next-gen console more than you play your Switch because that's just how most people play. Like usually mm -hmm. Switch is the secondary console. Um, so 
people are usually used to like right like you know they have like the whole thing where it's like oh it's jarring because i see jaggy's gasp <laughs> and on this game you don't gotta see the jaggies when you don't no jaggies next gen game or whatever um but yeah um both of those games sure uh-huh. Um, um, the next one we can't recommend until absolutely not. Bobby not Kodak. Don't buy Kodak? it. Kodak? I don't know. Company sucks. Who cares? Yeah. Once once he's out of there, t- we'll we'll talk again. We'll yeah, regroup. Re- we'll revisit it later. Company sucks though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I think I think it's great. It's too for Fifteen much. bucks. This game's gonna go and sell for a dollar. I mean, honestly, <laughs> though, this game. If we look at um, here, let's take what's the historical low for this one? <laughs> it's like seven dollars or something. Work. game goes on sale all the time yeah this like you can wait for a lower sale for sure uh lowest it's been where's that at show me the price 9.99 yeah but buy it for that buy physical. it for 9.99 but that's it 15 bucks i mean still a good price and a good game too so um but yeah i think you can get it with the dlc like probably that's around here somewhere too for pretty cheap um we got to go through some of these faster uh south park i don't know um yeah i, I haven't mario odyssey that, 35 bucks i mean yeah i'm game. sure it can be lower sometimes but that's if you haven't played it already that's, that's a great good price, price for that for more or less yeah um do you just skipping through some of these yeah, other don't ones care don't care about that don't spyro reignited trilogy for yeah, for 20 bucks it's fine oh wait is that also is that activision I can't remember. True, that is Activision. Never mind. Don't buy the video game. Hold on. I forgot about that. Um, Civ Six. This is the one I I keep thinking about getting this, but it's just going to become another like it would be like Animal Crossing, where it's like that would be all I played for a you while. Said, yeah. It's just like, hey, what's the point? But it's ten dollars, and that's a True. if you're at all interested in sim type games, you know, there it is. If you're a nerd, you probably got ten dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just checked my um, my gold coins balance and it's ten dollars. I have ten dollars and twenty nine cents on there, so <laughs> I could buy it with just gold coins, and that'd be great. Um, uh, yeah, Bioshock, blah blah blah. Right. It's been cheaper than that before, so you know, whatever. Breath of the Wild for forty bucks. Yeah, if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, if it was sixty dollars, I would tell you to buy it. So forty dollars, <laughs> buy it. Yeah, no, it's so good. Um, do do do. Yeah, there's um, eh, there's not really anything on here. That, I mean, there like these games. There is this uh, the sort of thing that like yeah. if you want it, you know that you want it. It's on sale, yeah. cool. You know, like yeah, that's that's the thing. Okay, so here's here's one that I'm contemplating getting Cruising Blast because it's twenty five bucks, and that's actually you know what? Yeah, I think I have twenty dollars eShop credit too. So I'm I'm gonna do it right now. There you Why go. Why not? I've been thinking about getting this one just as like a a silly old time and I'll do it after stream. I don't not stream. This is a podcast. And stream kind of a little it's bit kind of a stream, a little bit of a stream. Sort of. All right. I don't have any more things to say on Black Friday things. I don't know the best method for doing these. So for like going through the best things, but there's just a lot of games for good prices. So go buy them or something. <laughs> says me who hasn't bought a new game in a hot minute because i'm still trying to play through the old one so there it is all right that's everything for the news unless i missed anything in the news but um, i think so i don't think so so now we've got comments from your video any thoughts on your video before we get into the comments uh hold on what was my video i didn't think it was mario, mario. 
Mario. Um, Mario's cool. Uh, Mario Odyssey came out a dog's year ago. We need another one. There you go. <laughs> it's true. A dog's year. True. Is that you never heard Bob say that? <laughs> no, I don't think so. How long Bob is it? Bob says that all the time. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I just know that Bob says it all the time. And I don't really understand it because, like, it's... technically a dog's year would be shorter. Like, because yeah, we're like right. X amount of years in dog years or whatever, right? Um, and the number's higher because dog years are shorter than human years. But I don't know. Bob's dumb. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just Bob knows something we don't know. You know? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I doubt that because the aforementioned statement of Bob being dumb. <laughs> ah, oh, I see. Science, of course. Yes, he's dumb. Mm-hmm. There you go. Cool. Yeah, Mario. It's good. We should get a new one. Uh, let's use some comments. Mark Barrage, Burridge, I don't know, said, really good analysis. Always enjoy what Nintendo do with Mario. It's probably my most guaranteed franchise in terms of getting 20 plus hours of genuine fun. It's true. Mario is super consistent in that way. I'm at yeah. least putting 20 hours in Mario. Yeah, you love Mario 64. I, you the game, love the game sucks but <laughs> in 1996 or seven or whatever game was great mm-hmm. for now game sucks <laughs> unless it's really good which you might have forgotten about that part. Not. game sucks <laughs> no <laughs> there it is um yeah no i mean i i agree mario is just great all around and especially now like they've you know worked out any of the kinks like because yeah super yeah, mario 64 definitely has doesn't suck <laughs> <laughs> super mario 64 definitely has some jank and super mario sunshine has less jank but different kinds of jank mm. but the you know they were still figuring it out and then like now we've gotten to the point where where they got it they get it now they're yeah. like oh okay this is how we make a video game in a 3d yep. space with all of the things because super mario galaxy did like had you know it was like linear level design and they control the camera and stuff like that for the most part so it didn't have the opportunity to have quite as much jank because they worked around it um but although yeah, now i would argue that having a camera that they controlled mm-hmm. and it not being jank is more impressive than yeah. <laughs> being able to control the camera and the camera being jank <laughs> i can see that so yeah, good games. Uh, Promise Ozowulu said, I hope co-op Mario plays like it takes two. I thought this was interesting because mm-hmm. I, I think that this would be like a controversial thing that would make people very upset. And that's why mm. I didn't, like in the video, I made it a point to be like, it would be dope if it was co-op, but like it would have to like not be. Like that mm. lasered in on folk on co-op because some people are antisocial like you and don't want to play a video game with other people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's it's hard for Mario or for a, a franchise that's not co-op to then become co-op. Like if if Breath of the Wild two did co-op with Zelda, like it would That'll have be to sick. be an That'll additional be dull, thing. Dude. Otherwise, yeah, more often than not, it just wouldn't, you know, wouldn't work. Or, I mean, I'm sure. Like since we're getting better and better at AI and stuff like that, like I'm sure the computer characters could could Do whatever fill that role anyway. I yeah. guess at this point um but you know like bowser bowser jr did in mario yeah um, i mentioned that too in the video 3D, yeah yeah that's right but but yeah it, it would just be a hard sell at the it's same just time. like one of those things that like people make up the problem for themselves 
Yeah. Where they they remember when they played freaking Resident Evil 4 or whatever, and they're like, the AI in that game is dumb. So therefore, every game's AI is going to be on the same level as Resident Evil 4 in 2006 or whatever. Not even, it's like 2000. When did Resident Evil 4 come out? Um, I mean, it was on GameCube. So yeah, 2003, so like I bet. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Remake? No, not remake. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 release date. There it is. There it is. It came out in 2005, January 11th. So yeah, like AI has oh, okay. advanced since then, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe a bit, but <laughs> mm, who's to say? No, yeah, it's, it would, it would just be, yeah. Look at the Boston Dynamics with... dog. Look at him and tell me AI hasn't existed. Okay, it, <laughs> advanced. The, um, because with It Takes Two, for example, it's a brand new IP, so they can just be like, it's a co-op IP. That's the way it works. But yeah, with and, Mario, and yeah. People it's... don't feel like it's, they're, they're, taking anything away from them yeah but i de- i mean i definitely remember several times of both with mario galaxy mitch came over at some point when i was playing through mario galaxy 2 for the first time in 2016 and uh i was like i mean there is co-op i don't know what it's like but we can try it it's, and then it's, it's the dumb yeah, it's just thing. like the cappy so bad thing. and then yeah exactly cappy's so like minorly better but at some point ashley and i were like yeah let's just let's try playing mario together and then we played mario odyssey together and either either one of us would have to be cappy and then just like Mm. was sad about it because that's not a great experience so yeah it's it's the neutered uh, version of playing the video game yeah so i I feel like either there's a side mode that's co-op or they do a good job of like like luigi's mansion is really good at doing both at the same time yeah. like either single player co-op game that you can play yeah. by yourself the only problem is that like with a mario odyssey kind of or a mario game it's a lot faster paced than luigi's mansion is where luigi's mansion you kind of stop and do some things and like it's more puzzly than it is action-based yeah so they would have to figure out a whole different way to think about how to interconnect both characters into one gameplay thing for that to work but i don't know yeah they can do AI. Yeah. AI <laughs> is probably better at you than the video at the video game than you are. I mean, true. anyway. <laughs> so them putting that in an AI would it would work. Mm-hmm. They just have to do it. Yep. And uh, I mean, that's doing it really. That's who wants to do work. Um, my my sixty four <laughs> said, "I want to same thing. I want the same thing to happen to Luigi's Mansion, where there's more difficulty like the previous two. Yeah. So they're saying they want what Miyamoto was saying about like basically getting the green light from the market to make a more complicated Mario game post Mm. Wii because they were apprehensive about that post Wii because they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, wait, the Wii was so successful and the games on there are so (laughs) simple. So people need simple games still. Mm -hmm. Um, But then Mario Odyssey did really well and Breath of the Wild did really well. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, shoot, we can have. (laughs) <laughs> games that are also pretty complex yeah um so yeah that'd be cool if all their games did that yeah because scalability is another thing that comes with invent advancements <laughs> it's like oh shoot we can make a game that's challenging for people that are good at video games but 
also mm-hmm. for people that are not for whatever reason they can also play <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean and there's something we said too for like you know just at least adding more challenging stuff towards the i mean like you talked about in your video too where like um yeah, adding more challenging stuff towards the end. Like I remember at the end of Mario Odyssey, there was the darkest side of the moon. Yeah. And that was one level that was, you know, pretty tricky. Mm-hmm. But that was one level that was pretty tricky. And there were like little, there were some moons that were much harder than others. Like some of the hatless moons. Um, I remember the one with the bullets where they're chasing, you have to go down and then you have to do like a bunch of long jumps to come back. I remember mm-hmm. having a hard time with that one in the hatless run. But for the most part, there wasn't like too much stuff that was hard, but like if somebody, even if a kid is, you know, once to a hundred percent and stuff, like you can just make some that are harder and they'll just work at it longer. Like if, that, mm-hmm. if they care that much to hundred percent it, then they'll care to get good enough at it to do it. You know, right. like maybe I'm wrong about that, but I feel pretty confident that for the most part, that's true. Um, I mean, I think it's reasonable to like make it so that a game on the base level is easy enough to beat in quotes, like roll credits for anybody Yep. to 100% the game. I wouldn't be mad if that was like where the skill floor rose up, you know, like I think it should still be approachable by most people and Mm -hmm. like doable if they like work at it enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that that same standard applies that it should to just be able to like play through the game and see to the end of it for everybody, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And especially in, in something like a Mario where the move set is the, the real thing to overcome or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. cause I don't know if there's like a lot of RNG things involved or whatever, like maybe that, I don't know, maybe that changes the conversation in some way or mm-hmm. whatever, where it just becomes more of a nuisance than skill-based or whatever. But um, yeah, I think everybody likes having goals to achieve. And so having like just the top goal be the same thing for everybody where it's it would take anybody some work to get to that is a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's all that it is. Nice. Uh, last comment from Wanted Asylum said, here's my theory on what the next 3D Mario game. <laughs> Chris Pratt voices Mario in the movie, right? He's also Emmett from the Lego movie and the Lego movie 2, the second part. So what if it was a game adaptation of the Super Mario movie? We joked about this. We did joke about this podcast. last week on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's Mario the movie, the game. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, that's a big reason i mean like you mentioned that like we're definitely i mean most likely gonna see at least mario next year Mm -hmm. i think that's a big thing is that next holiday is when the movie comes out so i i can't imagine that they wouldn't mention something about the next mario game within the conversation of that movie and promotion and stuff like that i could see them doing like a better version of what sony did with ratchet and clank in 2016 Mm, um, mm-hmm. where the movie came out and the game came out and they didn't really have anything to do with each other other than the fact that it was like roughly a similar story. <laughs> um, yeah. I could see it being like that where it's like a Mario game came out and it's a good game and mm-hmm. maybe it like references the characters in the movie somehow and maybe mm-hmm. they show up or whatever, but it's not the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I could see that happening, yeah. but I I doubt that we'll actually get Mario <laughs> the movie to game. I mean, or... <laughs> 
you know, if it's something where like, uh, I hope it's not quite this, but to put an idea out there, if the, the movie is something like it's Mario, but something like not in the real world, but in, you know, he's out of his normal context to some degree or something like that. I hope it's not that, but at the end of the movie, he gets back to his regular world or something. And like somehow the two aren't, aren't parallel in that they're the same story, but they like pick up where the other left off or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, like I you said, know. referencing each yeah, other. I don't think, I don't think a, that that, I don't think that that would happen just because like, if I don't that think was what the movie was, I don't think they would call it an animated movie. They would call yeah. it a live action movie. I mean, like, oh, I don't think in real life. I just mean like, he's not in the Mushroom Kingdom uh, anymore. Like it's a Mario he's Odyssey like, sort of situation? Yeah, something, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. I saw so- somewhere, someone's idea for how Chris Pratt works in, um, and it is like, that's his voice in his head, maybe. And then that's how we, I don't know, or I can't remember exactly what somebody gave an idea, but I was Yo, like, that's it's cause Chris Pratt is cool. So Mario <laughs> wants to sound cool in his head. He does want to sound cool. Like, I, I could imagine the movie starting out and seeing Mario like yeah and stuff all around. And then he like, you know, sits down and he's tired or whatever. And then it kind of zooms into his head and it's like, man, today's been really hard. That's <laughs> voice or something like that. You know, like somehow that transition feels like that could work where it's like normal Mario starts out and then it's like, let me tell you about my day. It's Chris Pratt. What a silly time. True. Who knows, man? I just hope that the movie's good. <laughs> or really bad. I don't hope that it's really bad, but I hope it's entertaining. You know, we already have Any... a really bad Mario movie. We already That's did true. that. Yeah. Need a good one. <laughs> yeah. Granted, I still haven't seen that movie. I told Annie I haven't that I was gonna watch it and live tweet it. I'll do that <laughs> at some point. But yep. Not this week. This week sucked. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there it is uh, in fully unrelated to anything else news ezra is now sleeping she used to sleep in a little like thing where her arms are up her side a little um and now she can't sleep in that anymore because she rolls over more so now her arms have to be free when she sleeps mm-hmm. she's six months old for anybody who's new to the um fatherhood saga <laughs> um and that means that she's waking up way more during the night <laughs> just like and not even sad waking up just like waking up and instead of being like i'm kind of restrained so i guess i'll go back to sleep she'll wake up and be like i could roll over and play (laughs) (laughs) and so like she'll whine a little bit and we'll look at the camera and she's like sideways in the crib with her arm kind of poking out of the those slats on the side and she's like hey guys (laughs) like okay and then put her back and she's all chipper and stuff which is so cute but also goodness gracious (laughs) is work <laughs> so yeah there's the updated saga um but yeah any more thoughts on mario stuff nope cool mario's cool yep i hope, they make oh, yeah. a new I hope we get i mean and if we get a new mario a new mario game next year and we also get the breath of the wild game we're supposed to get then maybe 2022 could be even better than 2017 and that's the video that i made this week and i changed the title like once or twice um but i might put it back to what it was i don't even know it's hard to know these days what to do with things um 
inside baseball because the, the, the click through rate wasn't particularly good with what it was, but then I changed it to our standard one like that. And it's not any better now. <laughs> so I think, I don't know what's best. If it's the standard one, it got changed the thumbnail. That's the yeah. Thing. I'll just put it back to the, the thing and then we'll, we'll go from there. Um, still more inside baseball. Sorry, everybody. Yep. <laughs> also technically possible. If I put it back to the original one, if there's a completely different spin on the same concept, we could also do the, the, the yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then that's have a concept behind that. So yeah, yep. I'll change it back um, to the other thing. And then we'll go with that. Yep. What a time <laughs> videos and stuff. I still inside baseball. Here we go. I appreciate everybody for hanging out and listening to podcasts and watching these videos and stuff. Cause YouTube has been very, very unfriendly to us recently. <laughs> and you know, it's to be perfectly honest, it's a little bit disheartening that like, you know, we try to do well in our videos and stuff and make things that we enjoy, but then also that hopefully other people enjoy. And then they get like, sometimes fewer and fewer views every week which you know not always but uh, sometimes and that's mm. disheartening even though we're like and even if it's like it's not like the feedback on the videos is like i don't like this video as much right it's like when people comment on the video they're like this video is great yeah <laughs> and the, like the viewer retention and stuff like that is still good <laughs> um, but youtube's like yeah we don't think that people want to watch this yeah <laughs> Yeah, but eh. all we can do is try to make the videos. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. I can't remember exactly how I phrased the title before, but I'm putting it back to something within the same vein. I love inside baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, wiffle ball. Because <laughs> you could play that indoors. Probably can't play real baseball indoors. That would be a I bad mean, idea. You could break a lot of windows <laughs> it's you know what side note it's crazy to think about when you hit a ball with a bat that's coming at you like how far those balls go like all <laughs> wait the why is it okay it's, what is the what's the what brought you to that conclusion i'm just like I'm okay. Thinking about, you know, if you played baseball inside that like a hundred percent, you'd break some windows or like really mess up a wall or something. No, 100%. Because like you could play the, you could play baseball inside and they're not I mean, windows. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if you did, you know, if you went full force and all that stuff, like, like you could play baseball would, in a gym. Yeah. But still probably like that's inside. <laughs> I mean, but even in a gym, I mean, unless it's like a, you know, if it's like a school gym or something like that's that, what I mean, like a school yeah. gym. Even in a school gym, like think about how far baseballs go in baseball fields. Mm -hmm. If they go, you know, like that's way more than a school gym. So like you're they hitting just it hit into, like <laughs> I mean, that's true. The wall, but like if it hit a window, there's a good chance that I guess it could break through it. Mm -hmm. I guess um, just thinking about compare if you, I don't know. Uh, if you throw a football, they go pretty far. But like, if you throw yeah. a football, it goes a certain distance. If you hit a baseball with a baseball bat, it goes so much further, right? Pretty sure. I think that the baseball goes so much further if you hit the baseball with the baseball bat and you're a professional baseball Yes, player. very um, true. But I think most people, they're not hitting the baseball <laughs> much further than they're throwing a football, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
either way, I can't throw anything very far whatsoever. I did. <laughs> I wanted to play baseball back in like um, in seventh grade, especially I wanted to play it. And then I might have, I feel like I've said this on the podcast before I moved away from our school in Virginia at the end of seventh grade. And in eighth grade was when you were started to be allowed to play baseball. And then I got to Belgium. Wait, what? <laughs> was... For whatever, like they didn't have a like middle school team. They like, just had no, like, JV and varsity. Yeah. I mean, well, just at the school. Yeah. So like oh. um, at the school, it was just eighth grade and up pretty much that played baseball because I don't know, you know, not enough support or something. Mm, I don't know. Maybe other but I missed the cutoff. The same rule or something. Yeah. And then when we got to Belgium, somehow, I don't even know how, but somehow I missed the cutoff like again. Oh, that's at school, but in the opposite direction. In Belgium. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't think our team was probably that great, but our basketball team for a little while was very good though. Our um our coach was I mean, a guy. I guess I kind of technically knew that, but I didn't know that at the same time. You didn't like, know I saw part. a picture with the baseball and stuff. I saw that. <laughs> um, but I didn't know at the front of uh-huh. my head that people in Belgium played baseball. Yep. Because There's, baseball yeah. seems like, like, it seems like both an American thing and mm-hmm. a Japanese thing. Yep. <laughs> Those are the only 100%. two places I've ever seen play baseball very, in any very, real yes. capacity. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure our team was like, 90% those two demographics mm. even though our school had like 80 nationalities represented <laughs> at it it was like nah pretty much any of our American students and Japanese students were on the teams and there was like two French kids like mm. hey what's up it's kind of like baseball is like fighting games <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah uh but no it's a yeah so our basketball team though was uh our coach was he played like the European circuit of like the professional teams in the European circuit or whatever. Um, and he was like six foot seven or whatever. And his son was on the team at one point. So like for three years straight, when his son was on the team and a bunch of other people were really good, our school was, mind you, this is the European like international school circuit. So the competition is pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were undefeated for like 130 games in a row, which oh was just God. like insane. And then those kids all graduated and then we were terrible for a long time, which is just funny to think about that. It, you know, this doesn't affect anybody besides us or besides me, but thanks everybody for listening. Anyway, let's talk about 2022. <laughs> oh man. All right. So I made a video talking about 2022 and that sure. it could be the, the first year to really surpass 2017. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts before we get into the I comments? didn't get a chance to watch this video because oh. uh, this week was this week. It um, was. Yeah. But yes, I agree with the <laughs> co- like the concept of the video because we t- we've been talking about it a lot where it's like 2017 and I, I still don't agree with like the general like mm-hmm. within like the like even the first comment where it's like oh like the best and mm-hmm. worst year in terms of like like that sort of thing because like that's all subjective like there's yeah. like games that came out that like you might have played once and never played again blah 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 and stuff. yeah but it, just in terms of like what is like like on paper mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like a zelda <laughs> game came out a mario game, you know like that sort yeah. of that sort of stuff right. it does look like it is as close to one-to-one with one year as another one is as we've ever had you know mm-hmm. Um, plus a Pokemon game. Yeah. Which is true. Is a big thing. It helps. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, for sure. So this uh, first comment, uh, Kirill Muhammad said, this is how I'd rank every year of the Switch in terms of first party releases. Number five, worst, 2018. Number four, 2020. Number three, 2021. Number two, 2019. And number one, 2017. It's going to be tough on Nintendo's part to top 2017 in general, as 2017 was a phenomenal year for Nintendo and the games industry in general. From what we know, what's coming out, 2022 has the has had the best chance to top 2017 other than 2019, a year that kind of dropped the ball despite placing second on my list. For what it's worth, I pretty I pretty much agree with with this whole comment. <laughs> um, um. There's a lot about it that I disagree with because <laughs> I, th- I, I hard disagree with the 2019 comment. Like I hard mm-hmm. disagree with that in terms of like it dropping the ball in any level. Cause at the end of the day, the bulk of what people say is like great about 2017. And even like as across the industry as a whole, it's on the mm-hmm. back of four games. Like yeah, it's, right. it's yes. horizon zero dawn. It's mm-hmm. breath of the wild. It's Mario odyssey and insert yeah, whatever yeah. your, I... B, your B tier game is. Right. <laughs> um, whereas like 2019 had a lot of those like high ranking games. Like I would say if breath of the wild is an S tier game and Mario odyssey mm-hmm. is an S tier game, it had a lot of A's. Like, yeah, it did. Yeah. 2019 had way more A's than than 2017 had of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but because people like Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild is a great game, and the Mario Odyssey is a great game, but I think that it just doesn't make sense to like um, quantify how good "quote unquote" a year is based on how much you enjoy these two mm-hmm. games that a lot of people might have not liked at all. Like, I think it's way better to have a decent shotgun blast than a pretty strong, like, arrow, you know? Right. (laughs) Like, I think it's interesting because I think for as much as the, like, I don't tie this conversation very closely with my subjective experience of game. I mean, I I do in some ways, Mm -hmm. but also I think there's, I think of this very similarly to how I would think of game of the year award kind of things, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Where it's like, more just like big picture type stuff um which is funny because most of this most things i don't really think about much that way at all mm-hmm. um so yeah like for 2017 there were more games on the switch that you know i mean there were two game of the year nominees that um from the switch mario odyssey and breath of the wild whereas like 2021 has had i've i've had a great time with my switch in 2021 and if we i mean we just looked at the game of the year stuff and there were like there was one game that showed up i mean metroid dread showed up in game of the year obviously and then also in action adventure games and then i think the only other nintendo stuff was in family games if i remember right yeah so you know at that point you could be like wow there's switch had a terrible year based on that which is like did 2019 have any game right. of the year nominations? Um, game of the year? Nope, not specifically. Yeah, like none. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. that's the that's the super subjective end of it because yeah. it's just like, oh, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey appeals to the sort of base of people that are going right. to vote on what a game of the year is. That doesn't mean that those games are necessarily better. It just means mm-hmm. that they're more targeted. Um, and I think that that's like a weird way to gauge how good a year is mm-hmm. because you and me and whoever can't definitively say that in that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 
yeah the 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 most like objective way that we can like if we're trying to look at it objectively i think the best way is by uh frequency like the amount of games that came out that a lot of people wanted and a mm-hmm. lot of people bought mm-hmm. and in terms of like sales like yeah. what games came out when and how much did those ones sell you know yep like I mean, I think, and that was something that 2017 definitely had going for it was just like every month there's a game coming out. And so probably I bet the drop the ball comment. Well, is, every month there's a game coming out, but every month now there's 20. Right. Yeah. Well, you I mean, just like, in terms of like Nintendo first party, yeah. you know, like thing that they were pushing and stuff, but also the, even if that's still true now, it's, it felt more obvious then because of how little because there stuff wasn't, was coming yeah, out. Because, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, it felt more of like an event because there were three yes. games coming out and one of them yeah. was a Nintendo game. Whereas mm-hmm. now there's 25 games coming out in a week and one of them might be a Nintendo game, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, on a good week, honestly, like I can't remember at some point I counted, it was like 43 games in a week, mm-hmm. which going back to, if we were still doing the, if I was still doing the videos that I was doing when I first did Bananas for stuff, those videos would be just much, much too long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cause I was just like, it was a, basically for anybody who didn't watch them, it was previewing every game that came out the next week. Um, mm-hmm. And goodness gracious. Yeah. Now yeah, doing 43 games insane. in one week. That would have been insane. Yeah. yeah so it is. It's it's interesting. But yeah, sure. it's just, it, it just seems too targeted. To... Yeah. And also, I think the further we get into it, the more people are jumping on as we go through to where it becomes less relevant of a... Um, it's, it's, a, it's a fun metric to look at. Like, oh yeah, all these games were great and they all came out in the same year. That's a fun thing to measure up. But as far as like experientially, this is going to matter to fewer and fewer people as we go down the list you know because like people bought switches for the first time in 2021 so like they don't care about 2017 yeah they're not like okay let me go through (laughs) let me go through and the people really like 2017 a lot so i'm going to spend this month playing every game that came out in 2017 Mm -hmm. no they're going to go through and be like what games do i care about i'm going to buy the pokemon game Uh i'm going to buy animal crossing i'm going to buy mario party Uh, they're they're basically going to buy the top 10 list of games that sold (laughs) like Mm -hmm. so i i don't know man yep yeah it's true and honestly i think especially if 2022 does quote unquote like beat 2017 i think this kind of conversation will in effect die like will go away yeah because then because then i think people will realize how dumb it is because they're going to be like well (laughs) i personally liked more games that came out in 2017 and it's like yeah but your argument like this you know breath of the Uh wild the sequel had better metacritic and it was a bigger event and so you know like that sort of thing yeah it's like eh. (laughs) yeah still even despite this being a dumb topic it's i like talking about it it's fun (laughs) so and that's i'm fine being whatever that means about me um next comment though jump on everything said knowing what we already know about 2022 all it needs to beat 2017 for me is a new 3d mario or a new xenoblade game then it's pretty much guaranteed considering there will also be other the games same year all over again <laughs> <laughs> that's i brought that up in the video too of like right now we literally do have splatoon 2 splatoon 3 mm. breath of the wild breath of the wild 2 um xenoblade chronicles 2 probably xenoblade chronicles 3 maybe mario mario yeah like there's a lot that's being just straight up echoed from that year yep. um you know 
if we if we get a new Mario or even or like if we got a new Mario Kart or Xenoblade, like there's pretty much just pulling out all the heavy hitters, you know. Not that Xenoblade is a heavy hitter particularly, but true. It's it, but it's a 2017 game, so that it makes is a it, uh, that makes it a heavy hitter by default. Yeah. And also it is like, you know, a big sprawling RPG that like there's it's got that kind of clout behind it, which still fits more in the, you know, game of even if it's more niche than Mario Party it is it is more niche than mario yeah. party um it still is closer to something that could feel like a game of the year game of the year thing than the, the template yeah 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 like so. looking at the top 10 it looks pretty evenly split in terms of like years that stuff came out because it's like mm-hmm. the top three is a 2017 game i mean a 2014 game but <laughs> uh it's uh yeah mario kart 8 is mm-hmm. animal crossing 2020 yeah yep. mash brothers 2018, 2018. And then Breath of the Wild, that's another 2017. Pokemon Sword and Shield, 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Odyssey, 2017. Mario uh, Party, 2018. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Let's Go, 2018. Splatoon, 2017. And then Ring Fit is what, 20, 2018 or 2019? 2019, yeah. 2019. Yeah. So, so 2019 has the same amount as 2017. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So interesting. 2019 is just as good objectively. <laughs> <laughs> uh fun times. All right, next comment. Uh Chronically Cal said, as someone who isn't a huge fan of mainly multiplayer experiences, I'm sorry, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. The 2022 lineup <laughs> appeals to me more, especially if Splatoon 3 has a robust enough single player for me to justify trying it out. I'm really excited for the Mario plus rabbit sequel, even though I don't think I ever finished the first one. I'm bad at video games, TM. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I feel you for sure. While I was looking at those games, I was like this on one hand spreads like a good variety of things, but a lot of them are like pretty video other than Splatoon. It's like, yeah pretty single player experience you know, even pokemon you know it's the most single player pokemon probably we've ever had mm-hmm. and um well, other than the next outside of like detective pikachu or something like that's that true. You know? yeah um true. but then yeah breath of the wild single player bayonetta 3 single player splatoon 3 is not but maybe we'll have a more robust single player um we'll see we shall see we shall see indeed and then Rocky D12 says, I hope something F0 or Star Fox or even Excite Bike slash truck. That would be wild if we yes. got Excite Truck in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, so and side note for you know videos in future and stuff like that. I pretty much didn't I speculated on things that like seem like they make sense, like getting a new fire emblem or getting, mm. you know, a new Xenoblade or something like that. Um, some of which are rumors or a new Mario, but I really didn't talk at all about other potential i realized in retrospect too i didn't talk about the good feel game that seems like True. it must be coming out next year probably right but I mean, they also they kind of push their yoshi team and they always delay yoshis for whatever reason yeah. so yep. could be it's very weird that yoshi and zelda specifically always get delayed like why? especially compared to like why <laughs> yoshi and not kirby like they're yeah. very similar in my mind as far as like Yoshi's, I, I mean, Kirby's scope. on the opposite end of the spectrum, where it's like, I mean, Kirby got delayed last time, the last big Kirby. Yeah, game. right. Um, but I mean, yeah, 
Kirby the games come out every that? year. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it was like it was supposed delayed. to come out in 2017, and then and it then came it got, out. came out at the beginning of right. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, give it a couple more. That honestly, that felt more like what I think Advanced Wars was, where they were yeah. just like, yep. we've got enough stuff. Let's we got to tighten push it, it back. up level three a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Big Ben O'London. Yes, the last big Kirby game, Star Allies. That's the one. Yeah, I mean, because we've had other some other Kirby stuff since then, but it was yeah. There's a Kirby thing games. every year, all the time. At least one yep. thing: Kirby all Super time. Clash, Kirby Fighters Two. Um, I don't remember what else. Uh, did Kirby? Uh, there was, I think there was another Kirby thing. I don't remember what it was though. Kirby other thing. Yeah, Kirby. Other That's thing. the one. That's <laughs> but yeah, I I I didn't talk at all about um you know franchises coming back or anything like that so that would also be huge because that's yeah that's something like if we're going back to the 2022 versus 2017 conversation 2017 had some of that where like whoa you know they're doing another xenoblade game i mean that one didn't like come back come back in the same regard but you know Mm -hmm. doing doing a sequel to the first one or like oh that was the other thing kirby's extra epic yarn came out in 2020 okay on 3ds yeah yeah so but um i feel like bringing back some older franchises and stuff like that was a big deal last i mean this year with metroid dread and with other stuff so you know we could see any kind of surprises are all possible um and i I mentioned as well in the video that like i i didn't go into it at all but towards the end i was like also wouldn't be surprised if new hardware towards the end of the year you know just also fine if it doesn't happen but if that does happen probably like i could see there being a bigger rollout of it being made a bigger deal than the oled was so i'm looking at the kirby release timeline yeah since 1992 there have (laughs) been six years where we haven't gotten at least one kirby game wow multiple of which we've gotten up to four no three up to three games in a single year and one franchise (laughs) man kirby's just honestly how laboratories like they crank it out they're they do it's a lot of kirby games being made yeah hmm it's crazy yeah what a time so there you go that's uh yeah 2022 we'll talk about it more i mean and as it as more happens and stuff but i just think it's an interesting little time and wanted to talk about all the fun games that are going to be coming out next year so um I agree. Yep. It's definitely an exciting thing. I, I like talking about like what's to come and all that stuff. I just yeah. don't like the like that was like 90% of the conversation <laughs> situation that happens yeah. with it. Like I almost in the beginning of the video, I almost did a like here's you know, so I mentioned the like um uh, the games of 2017 that like really made it great and stuff. And then I was like, and other years, here's a bunch of games that came out, but they, you know, and they were good, but maybe didn't quite break that threshold. I almost went into each year and I was like, I don't feel like doing that. That's no fun. Like, especially because then it just creates more controversy than, yeah, exactly. being, than just like being like, I don't know. Seems like maybe it is. Inexorably, right? there's going to be people that are like, well, I hated every game that you said you liked and I loved every <laughs> game that you said you hated. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So it's a silly time. Um, man, I do hope there's a new star fox next year just because like that would be so fun That'd to, be dope. to just dope. exist I, again like i say with a lot of this stuff it's not even that i think it'd be so fun to play it i think it would just be so fun cool that it's there yes yeah i don't 
I don't know why that's what the way my brain is, but it is. So, <laughs> you know. Um, all right. And now moving on to the final segment of the show, Q&A. Uh, we don't have a ton of questions today. Let me check YouTube just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, I posted things late, partly because I put on my video and wanted to wait until after that to ask for questions slash yep. forgot. So, <laughs> so yeah, not a ton of questions. I'm check Discord one more time. But the thing I the poll on the Twitters. Oh, plus, uh, oh wait. I mean, if you're here listening and you have any questions that we can talk yes. about during Q and A, feel free to leave them in the chat. This is true. I accidentally disconnected from the call for a second. Let me see if I'm still in there. Hello, sorry, I disconnected from the the call. <laughs> Thanks. Um, nice. So yes, like like you said, if you've got any questions, drop them in there for fun. But let's get going. So on YouTube community, I asked um, whether your personal game of the year was included in the game of the year conversation um, or into the game of year awards, you know, mm -hmm. and 79% of people said, yes, it is. And 21% of people said, no, it is not. Um, I don't know what each of theirs are, but, you know, did you voted, ask so. them to, to include that in the question? I got, we should have put that in the poll question. It. You should have put it in, like, in the answer. You should have, yeah, put, like, yeah, comment I go back. or something. Well, it's too late for that. Yeah, now, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, it could still get people that see it after the fact, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the point of that would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harrison Whaley said, My game of the year is Metroid Dread. So, yes, it is, but there definitely are other greats that didn't make the cut. No personal questions for me, but thanks as always for making a great show. Thanks, thanks. for leaving a comment and listening. <laughs> for the company <laughs> mm -hmm. um i don't know this year felt like i mean i there's i feel like i played a lot of games mm -hmm. that came out this year but not a lot of them feel like the game that like stuck in my head it's like this is a game of the year like uh -huh. th there's a lot of games that i like a lot like a lot of my favorite like new pokemon snap that's still a game that comes to my head but i don't know mm -hmm. if i would say it's the game of the year for me yeah you know no i feel that for sure there's i mean we'll talk about this when we talk i've, I've got some thinking to do on on this topic but like I, I might say bravely default 2 for me is the one that like but some of that is also just because it's the one i spent the most time with and so it like had a chance to leave a long-term well, impact. Super Smash you know? Bros. Ultimate was my game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. But honestly, like some of the games that left the longest impact that were also shorter, um, one of them didn't come out this year. Um, but like, yeah, it's there's a bunch of games where I'm like, I don't, maybe that one, even though it was kind of like a short experience, like um, off the top of my head, again, we'll be talking spoilers for our game of the year. <laughs> but whatever. Um, a short hike. Like mm -hmm. I still think about that game fairly often. It was literally like I played it in one sitting. Like, yeah, like Ashley took a nap hours or something like that. I, it was three hours. Yeah. Like two, two and a half hours, something like that. Mm. Um, so that was great. And then like Islanders, I played that for a while and it's super simple, but you know, deep enough and probably put 40 hours into it and just had a good old time, you know? So there's more games that I feel like if I played certain other games, they would have been my game of the year. Um, which on one hand is like, well, then why don't you play those games? And I don't know, various reasons. I Cause suppose. why play them just so you can have yeah. the arbitrary thing of like, 
yeah that's right game of the year you know like (laughs) the only people that need to do that are the people that aren't doing it anyway you know like the people (laughs) that are like on this committee should be playing all of these games to completion to be like this one's my game of the year this one's not but normal people do not need to play a game like that (laughs) just play what sticks out to you and if you like it and it's game of the year material good if not yeah, it is funny how often, I mean, like, you know, anytime I mention Civ 6 on this, that like there's games that I know that I would like and I choose not to play Did for specific reasons. Year? No, 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 it didn't. It was like 2018 oh, okay. that it came out on the Switch. And I think it originally came out in like 2016 or something mm-hmm. like that or a little while ago. But like just that kind of thing, like Shin Megami Tensei 5, like I know I'll enjoy that if I ever get around to it. Um, but I just right now, I don't feel like playing it right now. So I'm not going to buy it right now. I'll just wait for it to go on sale at a time that I do want to play it. But yeah, it's just, you know, it, that's just, that's the way things go. So, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Questions from Discord now. Um, these are the ones from the podcast questions channel. So again, just a reminder to people, if you think of something throughout the week, that's like, this would be a fun thing to to hear AJ and Parker talk about or whatever, like feel free to just go and drop it in there. You don't have to you necessarily drop it wait. In there. You can tweet it at us. Yep. But be That's sure true. to let us know that it's not just a question for Twitter and it's a question for the show. And we'll put yep. it in the doc. I mean, and here's the, me. The only reason I'm doing Fanatics 4 was because I asked a QA one time. Sure. There's there's that story for you. And, and AJ was, was like, it Q&A I don't think- or was it a YouTube comment? It was, oh, yeah, it, it was, it was, Q&A. It was Q&A for the podcast specifically. Yeah. That was and like I was the- like, Hey, here's, it was on a, like a Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, here's a question for next podcast episode. And you're like, I don't know if there's going to be any more podcast episodes oh, yeah. and then True. so on and so forth. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So discord Duncan asked, I know Pokemon's out now, but anyone playing halo? If so, how y'all liking it? Um, I played it a little bit. I don't know if I'm going to, I mean, I'll probably jump in. I, I still need to play with Wes and Colton, um, <laughs> but I played it a little bit. It's cool. I like it. I've, I've always liked Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'll probably play it more once the campaign's out. Cause I do want to like play through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless I find people that, like consistently play the multiplayer with, I don't know how much I'll be playing that. Yeah. Yo, especially since the freaking 2022 smash circuit, I gotta, gotta get good for that, man. Get good, man. I gotta get good at the video game. So now, obviously I haven't played it at all because that's me. Um True, but, you, but you could you do have I could I I'm right now I don't have Game Pass just because uh, I well actually I, had I mean you still could it's still free. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's the a good point. It's free, but I mean, so, I mean it's I could... not your game anyway. You wouldn't play that. <laughs> the only reason to play it is is because people are playing it. Yep. I think, I mean, so like maybe Mitch is playing it, I guess. I, I could see if. Yo, if Mitch is playing, tell him, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think. I mean, he's... I could tell him, hit me up. I got it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I, I am not, I've never played a first person shooter on my own, <laughs> like without being over at somebody's house and be like, here, play this game for a second. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really anticipate much of that, but hmm, we'll see. It's cool. It's cool. Yep. Uh, big Ben O'London asked, is Parker playing brilliant diamond shining pearl? I haven't picked it up yet. 
for no good reason other than I just know that I'm not going to start it immediately. But I do plan to play it. Which because... one are you getting? You getting diamond? Or which pearl? one do you have? I have diamond, you have diamond right? Uh-huh. I'll ask Ashley which sounds more fun to her so that she can feel invested so that maybe then she'll play it too. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe, maybe we'll end up getting the other one because we got to trade between the two of us. You know, that's so much money for not, for just trading, like just trading with somebody else. I mean, um, you're going to buy a game anyway, but it doesn't really matter because like people on discord, like we can just, exactly. That's why it's like, like, I usually don't care about which one. I like the version exclusive stuff. Yeah, stop mattering me mattering to me since since I learned that the internet was a thing. You know, <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, why does because is there anything like? I mean, I doubt it, but um, like in Sword and Shield, they have a couple different gym leaders and some other yeah, stuff like yeah, that. No, there's nothing is there anything like, like that in this? No, okay, yeah, absolutely so not. The only thing that I think does matter in terms of like version exclusives because this would be harder normally to get mm-hmm. um is the legendary because like how many people are you going to find that's like I'll give you the legendary like you can complete <laughs> your Pokedex and like yeah. get touch trades and stuff like that. But yeah. like if you like the legendary and want to have the legendary that should yeah. impact your decision. But yeah. for even like for this game that doesn't matter because you can mm-hmm. catch the legendary and sword and shield. <laughs> like so that's so true. It's just yeah. this version like deciding between these two versions is as superficial as it gets. <laughs> Which color do you like more? Yeah. <laughs> Which legendary looks cooler to you, you know? Like <laughs> Yep. Man, that is really funny to think about. So yeah, there you go. Um and speaking of which, Mega Man asked, "Why is the underground the best thing since sliced bread?" I um, only went in the underground one time and it was during the tutorial thing. So I didn't even get to do the nice. the, the mining situation. It's cool. Um, but I haven't seen anything like more cool than the original one was yet. I mean, I did the overworld Pokemon thing, but like even that is like, I've done that. That's in Sword and Shield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I'm curious what the appeal is. Mega Man, let us know. Are you still in the chat? Maybe not, I don't know. Um, what's the appeal to you specifically because i mean yeah i know a little bit about the original one and mm-hmm. the mining and stuff that's an, i mean that, uh, that's that. another thing like i haven't played it with any other person you know so maybe yeah. that's another thing that's cool and i don't even know if there's like because in the original game like you can set traps and stuff for your oh, friends oh interesting i don't know if you can do that in this one <laughs> huh yeah i'm i just i want to know but I'll play it eventually myself, I guess so. And then we'll find out then as well. And last but not least, Alec is baking. Who is baking? It's true. He's true. He us. bakes. I found that out last week. <laughs> um, ask the question, cranberry sauce, awesome or disgusting? Please discuss. Um, I'm going to say right now, disgusting. I used to like yeah. cranberry sauce for me is, nah, I'm not going to say like eggs because eggs, I went through phases of like, liking and disliking eggs but like the thing that made me like the egg is making it a different way uh but cranberry yeah, sauce right cranberry sauce i just randomly was like nah this is nasty and nah, it's good again nah this is nasty again <laughs> and i'm on the nasty i'm on the is nasty train maybe because you could get different qualities of it or like texture yeah. and stuff because yeah. sometimes i guess it's kind of gelatinous and other times it's not yeah. right yeah yeah i would not be into i don't think i've barely had cranberry sauce much at all i we with uh, Ashley's family and stuff, we're more of a ham for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. crowd. Yeah. Um, and with that, you just don't need it. Like ham's just good. 
anyway. Whereas with turkey, like turkey can be really dry. dry, So it's nice to have something that, you know, adds that. So I I could see, I could see adding cranberry sauce to my turkey if it wasn't gelatinous cranberry sauce, but it was like, you know, more like jam-ish or like eh, less jam, more you could pour it a little bit. And some people put freaking like nuts in it and stuff. And that's very strange. I, weird. I mean, I like, I like most nuts, but there's definitely Wait, certain things. Cranberry sauce? No. Yeah. I, I no. there's, like I'm, what? I'm kind of picky about what things nuts go into. <laughs> like I like, I'm not a huge fan of walnuts. I don't love their texture. It's like, they're not crunchy and they're not chewy. They're like a weird kind of like, they almost feel stale. Like, ish if you know what i mean like it's that weird in between of the two um and That's cranberry chutney similar but not the same i'm not a baker alec <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't even like um walnuts in my um like banana bread like i like banana bread a lot but walnuts in banana bread not here yeah but that's different like and and like yeah pastry i'm just saying like in general nuts and things like Mm -hmm. i have kind of particular preferences about something i'll eat it anyway i don't care like i'll you know i'm polite but (laughs) but in um in cranberry sauce no i i would not choose nuts in that either way just not i'm not trying to eat (laughs) at thanksgiving to be honest a lot of times at thanksgiving i'm like i don't like 75 percent of the stuff that's Give me the baked macaroni and cheese and let me get out of here. <laughs> I, I feel that for sure. Especially, I don't, I really like veggies. I don't like the way Southern veggies are sometimes slash often done. Like green beans, if they're, if they're like mushy at all, like boiled green beans, like are just bad. Like nobody, I think people, if like green bean casserole with like bacon and cheese and onions or whatever, like, yeah, sure. Fine. That's, you know, barely green beans at that point, yeah. but it's tasty, you know, like I'll eat it. But um, if you're going to have like just straight up green beans, then like steamed green beans where they're like still kind of crispy on the, or like crunchy on the outside and stuff like Mm. that, like that's great. But just boiled green beans for the sake of like, we need a green side. Nah, take it away from here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Like greens, like collard greens, like they're good. I like them. I don't know that I've ever had collard greens, honestly. But they're like, you got like that's the thing like that's why when i go to thanksgiving it's baked macaroni and cheese because like it's hard to mess that up it is it's but, so good but all the other stuff people mess up all the time so i'm like <laughs> nah like just give me the thing that is yep. near impossible to mess up and get me out <laughs> i honestly like so growing up not in the states we did thanksgiving around thanksgiving time but it like twice was standard thanksgiving meal you know oftentimes we would just like have something completely different but then have the like concept of thanksgiving meal but it was around like fondue or something i don't know something just completely different um but the the part of thanksgiving that was the essential was the like we're having dinner and we're like being thankful for something and you know kind of thinking through that kind of stuff and then like going to in-laws where it's very um like, well, here's the thing that we do around this holiday is we make all these food things and then we don't really end up doing the Thanksgiving part of it, particularly just 
Cause why not? I very nearly this year was like, let's, let's just not, let's not make a thousand things. Like let's just simplify way simplify so that we don't have to be stressing out about cooking for seven hours of the day, Makes eating spaghetti. for 30 minutes. Spaghetti like, is great. yeah. Or even like get the ham if you want do that. And then like th- two sides, that's <laughs> even, that would be so much easier, but eh, whatever, you know, I don't feel like it's so much, if everybody else wants so to do much, it, fine. So <laughs> and then it's like, you yes. got to eat things. If you eat Thanksgiving, you got to eat Thanksgiving for the whole next month. <laughs> Very <laughs> true. Like, yeah. And then you got Thanksgiving is like a three month. It's you're eating Thanksgiving for three months. Because <laughs> you have Thanksgiving in November, right? Yeah. That bleeds into December. And then you have Thanksgiving part two for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then that bleeds into January because you got all that freaking food. It's too much food. Y'all got to calm down. (laughs) And it's not Uh, even particularly good food. We had this conversation before (laughs) where I I did. uh, Somebody posted the the poll. I think it was um, Brianna from from G4. Uh I think she's the one that posted that where it was like Thanksgiving food is kind of mid. It's kind of mid. Oh, agreed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kind of mid. I don't know why there's all this hype built up for this collection of food. I think it's the concept of like, so I'm, I'm not particularly uh, good at like portion control anyway. So like, you know, if I have food in front of me and I want to eat a lot of the food, I'll just eat a lot of the food. Like I don't, whatever. Um, but maybe for some people, it's like finally an excuse to get to eat as much as I can. It's less about the content right, and more about wh- the- yeah, like. But why not make that food that everybody will like? You know, because that's not tradition, and you can't. Why do are we excited about this food? <laughs> like, what is so What's good a- oh, about this food <laughs> that we can only have, or we're only supposed to have yeah. one time a year? Two, two times really because yeah two it's true um, but- alec just said mushy brown and heavy which reminded me of uh i went to my aunt and uncle's for thanksgiving one year and i had made a plate and i was like okay this looks like some pretty good stuff and then handed it to my uncle's mother so like uh, i don't know what that technically is it's uh, not biological uncle it's a whatever mm-hmm. a lady in the family <laughs> and she was like you want some gravy and i was like oh sure and then instead of putting like a little bit of gravy on my mashed potatoes, she put a giant spoonful of gravy on the whole plate. I mean, that's and I was like, like that no. seems like how sauce is generally handled. That's and it was why just I like Bob don't like sauce. That's why we're anti-sauce. Because unless I can control my sauce, it's too much. I sauce. mean, I've, yeah. Depending on the sauce, I <laughs> opposite of that spectrum though is we go to Zaxby's. Do you have Zaxby's up there? I do not. There's no Zaxby's here. But okay. I lived in Florida for two years, and hey. that has Zaxby's and Zaxby's, pretty lit, pretty good. So we pretty go to Zaxby's, lit. and I get the kicking chicken sandwich, which is mm. just like Texas toast or whatever, three chicken strips, and Zach sauce, and like a ranch or kind of something like that. Yeah. Um, and every time, every time I ask for heavy sauce because it's honestly I don't eat it as a sandwich. I much, just. Dude. I eat the, you just well, take the bread, <laughs> you just take it apart. So I, I mean, 
pretty much I just use it to dip my fries in instead uh-huh. because like the combination of sauce is better than a sauce packet. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it ends up just being a multifaceted sauce experience. And like one out of five times they'll actually do it. And more often than not, they'll just like not. And I'm always so sad because it's <laughs> it's like a perfect experience of a thing of like, yeah, now I've got something to dip the fries in, blah, blah, blah. And then they don't do it. I'm like, well, I didn't even ask for a side of sauce. Or if I do, they don't give it to me half the time. Sad. <laughs> I think that on the I internet. mean, again, I think this is definitely like a difference in philosophy. Towards <laughs> but I think I would much rather not get enough sauce than have too much. Usually like, I'd feel the same way. This for some reason sauce. is different. If I don't have yeah. enough sauce, I can get sauce, dude. <laughs> sauce is not hard to come by. Alex said that was a journey. But I can't take sauce away, you know? Yeah. I mean, Once again, the sauce I, is th- there. <laughs> I generally agree, especially in the context of like people who put ketchup on their fries. Yes. Like if you have a thing of like that's a mistake because some of them get soggy, some of them have too much ketchup, other ones don't. Also, ketchup in and of itself, maybe not the best it's choice. Very garbage. <laughs> ketchup, trash. Trash. But, I don't know why Canada makes chips themed all around ketchup. What's wrong with them? I, I did recently dip some fries in just straight up ketchup. And I was like, man, this kind of brings me back. But usually, <laughs> usually that's not my bag. I But I do like ketchup on like burgers or hot dogs or whatever. So it's, ketchup it's is, got its place. It's filler. Ketchup is filler to me. Like I'm not going to be me, mad. If they put ketchup on my burger, I'm not mad at that. Like I'm not uh-huh. mad, but I'm not going to be mad if they don't. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, for me, it really is a condiment. Whereas sometimes sauce is is part of the thing. Like uh-huh. if I get barbecue sauce or whatever, <laughs> and I was looking forward to that barbecue sauce, the fries and the barbecue sauce are right, working together right. to make. See, it good. but that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm going to be more mad about not having barbecue sauce on the thing than not having ketchup on the thing. Like ketchup is oh, like yeah, yeah, ketchup is fine. But yeah. I can leave ketchup. I can leave ketchup and it not mm-hmm. be there. And I'm not sad about that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not disappointed if they forgot my ketchup. Like, yep. and the thing is, like, maybe that's because they never do. Like, I cannot <laughs> ask for ketchup and they give you, like, mad packets of ketchup. Like, so yeah. you, you, like, freaking go to McDonald's or whatever and you ask for barbecue sauce and you're lucky to get one, maybe two. You might <laughs> you get, get like two, 17 But ketchup. you get 37 packets <laughs> and you get a whole bottle of ketchup and in the bag, whether you ask for it or not. <laughs> like, so maybe that's part of it maybe, maybe it's because is. there's an abundance of ketchup and there's not enough other things yeah um but ketchup- they're always trying to save money on the on the like sauce packets or whatever and only give you one because like they don't want to run out but then yeah they give you like a million ketchups yeah, which they could just save ketchup. money on the ketchup. buy less ketchup and you can save us all money how about yep. that how about that <laughs> but we didn't talk about the marvel thing we didn't. Uh, so yeah, to to conclude Alex's question, um, also anyone oh, else yeah, watching yeah, Wheel of Time? A, I haven't started it yet. Um, I guess, did it come out today? I think, um, but Ashley that? and I were both. <laughs> That's the other it's a Marvel book thing? series. Uh, it's not a Marvel thing. Okay. It's on, I, I think, Amazon Prime. Okay, because um, I remember I you to watch it. told me that there was like some new Marvel thing on Hulu and I was like, oh, pay attention to Hulu. <laughs> like, I didn't Ooh. know there was a Marvel thing on Hulu. Um, but apparently. We're to find out um tv for you oh this is for this is ashley's profile i hit monkey i don't know anything about that. yeah that's what she said and i was like i don't know what that is oh huh. i might check it out at some point 
that seems fun. Um, but yeah, Wheel of Time is a book series. It's notorious for um, the, like it just kept on going and going and going and was like in the middle of a big story arc and the author died because he was old, I think. Um, okay. <laughs> in any case, he passed away and because he left he notes old, behind and somebody and other people have been continuing the series like with the notes that he left mm -hmm. since then pretty much, which is just a like, yeah. So yeah, 15 books long author died before book 12 is what Alex said. So here you go. Jesus. Um, but now it's a TV show and uh, I'd like to watch it. So, but I just haven't yet. Seems cool. up my alley. And okay. And now the Marvel minute, as it were, because Alec asked, what is the excitement level for Hawkeye? And then we'll also talk about other Marvel things, I suppose. It's true. Um, I feel like with Hawkeye, similarly to how I felt about the Captain America, I mean, not the Captain America, Captain America, that's a bad description. Because Captain mm -hmm. America, I like. There's part of me that actively doesn't want to care about that. <laughs> uh, I don't necessarily not want to care about Hawkeye, but uh -huh. I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's where I'm at with Hawkeye. I don't really care. Uh, but because mm -hmm. it's MCU stuff, and like if I don't watch that, I'm gonna be confused about some sort of Easter egg yep. five years from now. <laughs> I gotta watch it. <laughs> yep. Um. So I'm watching. I mean, I've heard comics wise that the run that this is based off of was like really, really well done comic run. So that's, you know, enticing in theory, but I, I so far have not been able to get hyped for Hawkeye, partly because like, I like, I like superheroes with superpowers and like more, you know, fun, just not, not down to earth grounded stuff. Not that a guy shooting bow and arrow, the best inning world person, like, that that's not, I mean, that that is down to earth, but still, you know, it's regular people who can just do like things crazy well or whatever. And which is a little less exciting to me, um, but maybe I'll watch it and I'll be convinced. Um, and I hope that's the case. Yeah. I so, mean, but yeah, Hawkeye just in the it, movies has just never I'm been interested. excited about it is a, is a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, that's how I'm feeling about it for sure. Yeah. That's that. Um, Shang-Chi, that's on... Uh, did you watch it yet yes i did um hey. i feel kind of like, like i feel like that with shang g like he's just a mm. dude that can kick good you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he's got he's got powerful rings now he does have the rings. neato burrito he does have the rings but also the rings are like not the same like as they were like in, in the comics weren't they like yeah infinity stone situation. they were kind of like, like they're, that, they're kind of like green lantern -y things i mean i guess uh, not but but yeah they were each they each had a different power like one did yeah that's a good point they kind of are like they're infinity infinity stones. Stones. And, yeah. the, and they were just like ah, we can't do that again dude. yeah we just did <laughs> i think i like shang chi because i mean there was still like the kind of mythical nature of it and like the you know fantasy kind of stuff even though his only thing for a long time was being able to punch and kick but he, he did do that pretty well and i i just find martial arts action more fun than even though technically like action movies technically are using martial arts but See, it's that's the thing that's boring. weird to me like, <laughs> I, like Western I acknowledge martial arts that I this care. is weird for me but yeah. when i'm watching marvel stuff specifically almost yeah exclusively with marvel yeah. stuff once they start fighting i don't care <laughs> it's, like, it's like all right whatever like let's yeah. get to like moving the plot forward yeah um i don't care about the fighting part <laughs> yeah 
Um, so I, I get that, honestly, other than like, I like the set pieces mm. of the fighting parts. So like, once you get to the big fight at the end of Shang-Chi, I'm not going to say things for spoiler reasons and stuff, but like those big fights and stuff, because they also typically have some, I guess, plot purposes behind them. Maybe mm. that helps, but also it's just like, somebody kind of says like, like our, our, grand, our grandfather died and then, like, yeah, oh, right. and then they stop fighting. Like, it's, <laughs> like that's the, the level of, plot uh-huh. that changes, like that they're like have it they're talking to each other they're fighting mm-hmm. verbally as they fight physically yeah um and then a revelation will happen like, oh he did say that thing <laughs> that makes me think <laughs> but like the you know shang chi's one of the most popular it. fights. Fine. Oh yeah, I I liked it. But the one of the most popular fight scenes was the bus fight scene, and watching people's breakdowns of that, specifically the director's breakdown of it after the fact, made me appreciate it more than when I was watching it, and didn't care that much about yeah. it as it was happening. Um, like, I still care more about it <laughs> than I do, um, just in the same way that like Jackie Chan type action is more fun to watch than I don't know born supremacy action or something i don't know you know whatever but like in general same kind of way of like i prefer jrpgs kind of thing than western rpgs um and with the exception of like breath of the wild even though it is japanese but like it feels more western or whatever yeah yeah it's approach yeah but um yeah i don't know i just like the the western action movie in a formula doesn't do much for me outside of like yeah like you said the marvel things yeah. is yep. neat um so shang chi it was like like i i, but I liked the, the, the characters whole, a lot, the whole I like think. trajectory of that movie fascinating because there were so <laughs> many people that actively wanted to hate that movie <laughs> like yo who is shang chi i don't give a crap about this why would they make a movie about how come this wasn't a, and it's like from the same people and these are people that i know and love <laughs> that, are, that were like man shang chi's want to be so dumb they should have just made a disney plus thing and then they saw the movie and they're like best marvel movie of all time and i'm like yo <laughs> like and people that like actively argue with me when i was like mm-hmm. i mean the mcu makes this movie matter like yeah this movie matters because the mcu matters it doesn't matter how important shang chi is to the history of comics or even like mm-hmm. the world of marvel comics because there's yep. like characters like iron man that like sure he was important to the world of marvel but he wasn't important to our world yeah. he was like d tier maybe but mm-hmm. then the mcu made him important to our world and yeah. shang chi same thing happened yeah. and especially i think one of the things that i like about like i i enjoyed the whole movie i liked all the characters and the ways the like the narrative in it in general um i mean wait is this a spoilery conversation or not i um, think we never it's, know it's, it's spoilery dude like, okay you, cool if- yeah just in general like the ways that he and when we interact and like when was believable to me as in general as a you know his motivations are believable other yeah. than like again spoilers when he dies at the end it's mm-hmm. ah, that feels a little cheap of like mm-hmm. i sacrificed myself Yo, the only his, thing i could do is like no you comeuppance can... it's how yeah. he it's how he's redeemable because yeah. he's dead. but you know what even then i could see that he was like you know i hadn't thought about this until now but he finally realized my wife isn't coming back she is the only thing i've been living for and she's not coming back like I'm even if I'm not going it. out with a bang, I might as well just just might I'm done. Well. <laughs> it's I'm, been a I'm thousand years. Like, this is that's another. So, but all that said, I think um, I liked all those parts of the movies. Like just the story part of the movie was good, but power wise, 
I think Shang-Chi is going to be interesting going forward too, because like he kind of like the rings can kind of do whatever they want them to do. So they can make his character do interesting powers kind of stuff just because, and that's fun to watch, you know, Mm -hmm. like any magic type wielding things, they could just make fun stuff happen and he can be a solution to some problem that they make up and be cinematic and just a free MacGuffin. (laughs) Like, yeah. Uh, Okay, he's canonically the best hand-to-hand fighter in the comics. Yo, he can punch mad good. Yeah. He is very good at punching and kicking (laughs) things. Uh, But yeah, all in all, I really liked that. You haven't seen The Eternals, so I'm not going to... Any spoilers? I have not, and I will not. I am not. I mean, I'm going to watch it eventually, obviously, but I'm not going to the theaters to watch. No, yeah. We went to... I might go to the theaters to watch Spider-Man. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And that's Spider-Man like spider-man yeah. is like like before the mcu that was like the one comic book that i cared about even a little bit yeah i had my room was i talked about this on my stream yesterday i had <laughs> my room post I, I don't know i turned like eight and i was like all right friendship with sonic the hedgehog over <laughs> spider-man is my friend now and i had a spider-man room i'm not even gonna go to the theaters Thank to you. see that probably yeah i'm not gonna go to the theaters to watch the eternals yeah and then you I, 2021 we we're trying to figure out a way to watch spider-man specifically because it's um catherine mitch's fiance's birthday like two days beforehand and she really wants to see it so like we're trying to figure out a way um eternals we watched into the drive-in and the drive-in's not gonna be open anymore at spider-man time here's the only thing i'll say about the eternals is i think it would have made for a better disney plus show mm-hmm. just based on just the the breadth it's just got a lot of characters. Yeah, isn't like, it like three hours or close to that? It's like mad. Uh, yeah, it's two hours and 47 minutes. Yeah, so like you can crazy. tell they try to fit a lot of stuff in there. That's Endgame. Dude. And whether you like it or don't like it or anything in between, like you can tell just from that concept of there's 10 big characters and blah, blah, blah. Like, yep. that would have been cool to be a Disney Plus show. But they have a lot of really cool set pieces that I really enjoyed. Um, and... I, I those think, probably I think couldn't the, have happened in a Disney Plus show yeah, based on and budget. Also, and stuff. I think that and I mean that those two things go hand in hand, but like yeah. I think that they need to make the the characters that they want us to care about, they need to be introduced in movies. They have to yeah, for because sure. that's on yeah. like off rip of MCU mm-hmm. movie will force yeah. people to care. And a show to some degree will, but not mm-hmm. as big as a movie. Yeah, will. no, you're right. Um so I, I think it's less about like the like what is the best on a production angle in terms yeah. of like even structure and like how well mm-hmm. the story is told storytelling and stuff. And stuff. I don't yeah. think they care about that as much as they care about like how the importance that they're placing on the character that's being presented. for the MCU and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, it's one of those things where like it'll be it's great lore and backstory and like things for the MCU, the, the MCU as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously they care about that more than they do specifically. Like they probably like, well, we're just going to do the best we possibly can for this movie. Let's go for it. Let's do yep. it. I personally enjoyed the movie but fairly well. Um, I wouldn't put it anywhere near the top or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, I think it would have been done the best justice as a Disney plus show, but I also see how they could, you know, <laughs> I mean, and this again, this just shows me. Oh, I know you like, yeah, you like. I like Thor: The Dark World perfectly fine. Um, I didn't love certain like Captain America movies, 
um, just because. Wait, hold on. Which ones? I want to. The first one. Okay. I okay. I also didn't care really at all about Winter Soldier. We went back and rewatched it before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Everybody thinks is the best. The one people think it's the best. But we went back and rewatched it before Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I can see, you know, it it was a good movie. It it had a, a lot of good stuff to it, but like the plot was the thing that was good about the movie, and I didn't care about the things that like the fun bits of the MCU of like big showy stuff and magic yeah, powers yeah. and stuff like uh-huh. that. So I, um, the gayest <laughs> Marvel movie, what, uh, which Captain one? America? Captain America. I mean, I guess kind of, I can see the argument. Finish for that. That I can see the argument for winter that. soldier. I can see the argument. For okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um, I, okay. Oh, also though, that did make me think for Eternals. I could also I was about see to say, that it would that, be, yeah, that's what I was like. Eternals. It could be, Hard to um like in in a movie where they were probably like he just all right here we go that's a fact it's true um in in the eternals um where they have a really diverse cast and they probably were like somewhat hesitant like not hesitant but like nervous about the reception that was you know going to come out of any of that yeah, and stuff yeah. doing a movie is really easy to just kind of sweep some of that under the rug and be like yeah, 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 he's gay, but also look over here. But also um, kind of not like it. Also yeah. kind of not like when China. I was just gonna say though, as a Disney like Plus that, show, if you're yeah. gonna go all the way into each character in one episode, true, then they true, would true, have true, to true, like true, true, true. full yeah. send it. And yeah. yep, yep, yep. probably this was as much as they're comfortable doing right now. Would be my guess. Yeah, but I think they could have got a, around that with like editing and like. I mean, true. Like oh, inter- like interesting like stuff structure and in how they like name the episodes and stuff like that. But like with a movie, he's on the poster, dude. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like yep. And they're like, no, we're not taking it. We're not changing it. We're not <laughs> taking them out. We're not yep. taking scenes, you know, like that sort of thing. So like mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, there you go. Good old Marvel. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man, the trailer, <laughs> I, the thing you mentioned before of you know, taking obviously yeah the, like the composition of like, in there there there's no way they <laughs> there's no way even without that punch shot from brazil or whatever that you know got edited out where the yeah lizard man literally you know his head gets yeah punches. no i was just even without about the, that. the u.s trailer i was just the like, rest is i like, didn't even watch any like videos about that i just was looking at the trailer and i was like there's what yeah. <laughs> there's one part literally lizard man's jumping at nobody and he's just yeah. like i'm gonna get you and he just what did he just completely whiff the, the superhero he's mad he's, at he's punching the air dude oh <laughs> uh, what a time yeah and it's it sucks because it would have been great to see it for the first time that they were in this movie in the theaters or whatever but like there was just no way that they were ever going to get to. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I, I think that. that like they're they're trying to like cut off the speculate like the speculation behind it and stuff like that. But the existence mm-hmm. of the speculation kind of doomed them from the start, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, where it was like, I I think people the people that they want to be excited about it, which mm-hmm. aren't the only people that could have possibly been excited about it, the people that weren't going to speculate about it anyway, they're still mm-hmm. going to be surprised and excited, and you know, yeah, and even the people like us that. It was a foregone conclusion. It's still going to be like, yo, that's like, even though yeah. like technically, I don't really care. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't care about the other Spider-Man movies. I think they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like the other Spider-Man being in the in the movies, like mm, I don't really care about that. But like, it's still cool to be like, yo, I saw this movie before. I know yeah. this character from the other thing. 
Uh-huh. He's from a different universe. You know? I mean, Alec that's- just said too, I think they're in very little of the film. That's the reason we're not seeing them. I mean, A, wouldn't put it past, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. them putting them in there, even though they're in little of the film. Yeah. But also this, I mean, PR wise or whatever, this is the smarter thing to do because also A, that if they're not in very much in the movie, it's a surprise. Like we didn't yeah. even market oh, it. Indeed. But then also it can be an extra boost of, you know, a surprise reveal when the movie yeah, comes out Yeah, if they put too. Pikachu talking in the trailer of the Pokemon, the movie 20 or whatever, <laughs> they weren't going to get the same headlines, dude. Uh, yeah, exactly. Second weekend sales bump. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of like Infinity War or Endgame coming back out however much later just because they added like two scenes to it or whatever happened with that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Different, but similar kind of vibe, you know. So, but yeah. Also, I'm, people I'm, have weird corporate allegiances and they're like, I don't want disney yeah number one i want disney to be number one <laughs> this is very true i um disney owns both now <laughs> like, my yeah my um idea for watching this for Catherine's birthday was all right how about we buy tickets to the movie in the movie theater but don't go to the movie theater and we pirate it instead so oh we still God. paid for the and i was like no 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 it's a terrible idea and it won't it would be bad all around but what if? <laughs> oh, speaking of, what if? Um, but we'll get to that. I assure you did finish that. <laughs> I finished it finally. Oh, did you and did you see the Disney Day announcement and stuff? I did. Um, yeah, There's I saw the, the I was going to tweet it, but I didn't want to tweet that. I didn't want to tweet it. It was like a very, very negative tweet for no no reason. So I wait, which like, Disney? Which that, what were you gonna tweet? I was gonna tweet there was well, a season two. Here's the first Disney, uh the first um Marvel thing that I am not going to watch <laughs> at all. And it's the Marvel zombies thing. Oh, I am not yeah. watching a single oh, hey. episode of that. <laughs> so here's an interesting thing. I again I don't know, Alec, this is all you know old news to you. I'm sure but um do 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 we i watched a video i think it was nando v movies talking about it, or maybe it was captain midnight i don't know somebody talking about it and saying ideas for the marvel zombies how it could have been a lot better and stuff apparently the um the comic run just did it really really differently in a way that was way more interesting specifically that like you know captain america is infected with the zombie being a zombie or whatever but he's still like, like present and he knows that he is and he's trying to figure, maybe not Captain America, I don't know who, Bruce Banner or whatever, I, is is I still just, trying to figure out how to solve it, but I then also has an insatiable urge to zombie and stuff. I just don't care. Like yeah. the second the zombie part is introduced, <laughs> I don't care. I just yep. don't care about anything else happening. I don't yep. like because zombies are actively uninteresting to me. Yeah, <laughs> like they they make everything else around the thing. Like they can make they can make the literal Breath of the Wild Pokemon game, and if mm-hmm. it had a zombie plot, I would not play that game. Yeah, I wouldn't play. It. <laughs> the, so again, to like round out this thought, because I still thought it was at least way more interesting because the way they did it was just bad and dumb and i didn't care at all so the two different directions one is the which probably is what they're going to do for this is marvel zombies in the comics is that they're salient they know what's going on but also they're zombies and they can't not eat people at certain times or whatever so but they're like trying to kind of race against the clock of themselves so it's a bit of a different twist um and then also dc did a similar kind of zombie-ish sort of thing but did um more realistically which characters would actually 
still be alive, A, mm -hmm. and like think through who would have interesting moral quandaries or like basically, you know, the video pointed out Spider-Man would have died straight away because like even powers aside, he wouldn't have been able to like, if Hap was coming at him, like I'm a zombie, he wouldn't have been able to kill Hap, you know, like just emotionally, he's not there. He wouldn't be able mm -hmm. to just like kill someone, even though they're a zombie. Whereas like, you know, a Loki kind of character, totally no worries about it. He'd be like, all right, I'm just killing you because you're a zombie now <laughs> and no qualms. So like having anti-heroes be the ones that are still He's alive. Like, I kind of wanted to kill you anyway. Now <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Giving the justice. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's really, you know, there's, there's interesting ways to do it that make it about the characters rather than about the zombies. And the way that they did this was not that at all. It was, it was bad. Marvel's, uh, yeah. The what if zombies was was terrible. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't I don't care. I fully about, agree. Don't I don't care. And I don't um, even know that I'd enjoy it done, even if it was done well. I don't know for sure that I'd enjoy, it, but at least it showed that there would have been more. Problems. Yeah, like if they did it better, it would have been yeah. better. But I just I don't yeah. care how good it is. I don't care. Um, but the, <laughs> I have I haven't pulled up all the Marvel stuff that they announced. They did okay, cool. X Men ninety seven, which is supposed to be a continuation of the ninety seven animated X Men thing. I don't think that this is, has anything to do with MTU. Like this, okay, is interesting, completely unrelated. Echo, uh, which is like a, Alec would be able to tell you better than me, but I think Echo is like some character that's in Moon Knight or something. Okay, um, cool. There's a Spider-Man animated thing, freshman year. I I don't know. Maybe this is like the origin story of, of Spider-Man because we never actually saw that. But I think oh, it's like an Good animated point. thing. Yeah. Um, Agatha, House of Harkness. Yeah. Obviously, Agatha spinoff. With that, do we know, character. is that literally um, the same timeline as... Yes. Okay. But just from her perspective, it's WandaVision from her perspective? I don't think it's from her perspective. I think it's... You, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's what she's doing now. Cause oh, Agatha okay. is like still well, a character that's in the world. Yeah. 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 I, I like that then. That's fun. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she Hulk, she Hulk, you know, it's, it's yep. freaking, it's uh, Bruce Banner's cousin. She's dying or something. I'm sure and she Hulk is going to be good. The trailer felt kind of fan filmy yeah. a little bit. Yep. I don't know what it was, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be good. Like, it sounds really interesting. The character sounds like a, a really neat, I don't know, character. I wonder <laughs> how they're going to, if they're going to do like the whole like Deadpool, like self-aware situation. Uh -huh. They're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it seems like they're going to do some of that at least because it had like that part in the trailer that was like a, it seemed like, like oh, an yeah, homage yeah. to like why. You don't want to see me when I get angry. Yeah. And that too, yeah. that too, that too. Yeah. Um, Miss Marvel. She's like mm -hmm. a Marvel fangirl or whatever. Mm -hmm. and I, she got powers from something. <laughs> something blew up or something. Uh, Moon Knight, he's like an Egyptian. Yep. Moon Knight seems cool. Yeah, dude. Or something. Uh, season two of What If. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, even though like the first season kind of made me not care as much about <laughs> it. Because yeah. it could have been cooler, but eh. uh, yeah. I mean, I think the overarching plot kind of takes away from it from the the concept honestly kind of yeah it's like the last two episodes felt in some ways better because mm -hmm. it was like oh some it's like going somewhere but at the same time it made it yeah it and it like, was like and like it was an anthology, it to what the what ifs could be um, right it's yeah. like well we can't say what if that because how's that going to tie into the end of the story that mm -hmm. we want to tell you know like yep. mm. yeah 
but no, I am excited about Moon Knight. I mean, just seeing the trailer and yeah, a couple I'm of breakdowns down, and I'm stuff. Down, that well, I wanna go, I'll go through all of these and then I'm going to say. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than Marvel Zombies, I had to point out that I <laughs> don't care about that even a little bit. Um, I am Groot. Cool. Groot's cool. Nice. I don't know what this is. I don't know if Maybe it has either. any significance at all to the grand scheme of things. Who knows? But Groot's cool. I'm down <laughs> with it. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I won't go in detail on that one. Uh, yep. Ironheart. Cool. Ironheart, Riri, uh, Riri Williams, I think is her last name. She's like a, a, a MIT student. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens there. Secret mm-hmm. Invasion. That's like mm-hmm. supposed to be part of like what the huge, big, you know, big, bad situation is like, oh, shoot, everybody scrolls. Who can you trust? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Honestly, yeah. Well, I guess if we're going through them afterwards, I'll, that's I'll all. Off. That's the last one. That's okay. Part, that's, that's the last, last one that they announced or talked nice. about during this. And then I guess they showed Hawkeye trailer and yeah. maybe that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, starting at the end, Secret Invasion. I thought it was really interesting back, you know, in Captain Marvel and stuff that they made the scrolls be basically good guys Mm -hmm. and i think for the express reason probably that they didn't want us during endgame to have to worry about like who who is actually good exactly who's not like (laughs) because they say they are like i feel like that's a that's a really neat thing in general but if that becomes like um if it's like every uh different from this kind of but like every direct we're like okay well there's going to be a smash thing or whatever Uh like yeah if it's something that's just like ever present then that kind of takes away from it being if there's yeah if there's a certain kind of interesting if there's any room to explain something away by with this being the fuel for that Uh it takes away from everything yeah so it was good that they set it up and i think it's like cool that they brought it back once or twice but so far i haven't been thinking in the back of my mind well that's probably scroll that's That's probably scroll that's That's probably scroll that's definitely a scroll so (laughs) i hope that they scroll yeah right (laughs) right so like hopefully they kind of just you know take those seeds they've planted and then do them all at once and kind of wrap them up nicely so that it doesn't like kind of eh, quote unquote infect the rest of the NCU yeah. with that, yeah. you know, um, seedling. But in any case, I don't know anything about it, but it should be cool. Same. Ironheart, probably the thing I'm most excited for. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool. I know very little about that one. Same, but, but I'm still hyped for it. I mm-hmm. think it's cool. I think it's a yep. good, good thing for, mm-hmm. you know, representation and stuff. Yeah. Agreed. Very cool. Also, I- Iron Man's cool. So having another Iron Man successor mm-hmm. with a yep. different spin and a different personality and stuff. Yeah. Groot. I am Groot. Groot. He's cute. So is this going to be, do you think like I have a no kids idea what show? this is. <laughs> Absolutely uh. none. I doubt it. I think it might be like a, they, they might try to go in like a Pixar sort of thing, you know, where it's like, yeah, it's, kids will like it, but like also adults will like it too. Uh-huh why would they announce it here and why would it be a marvel studios specific thing you know like because there's yeah. plenty of marvel stuff that's just marvel mm-hmm. um yeah. so like if they wanted to like target it at kids i don't know if and just kids i don't know if they would give it the marvel studios moniker yeah. you know that makes sense what if season two i <laughs> I, I don't really care but i'll watch yeah. it yeah moon Knight. I'll, cool. I'll give it a try and see yeah moon Knight for sure that's um just in general, the whole, like, I, okay, side note, I am, I am curious because there's, um, I've seen a lot more backlash against anything that's multiple personality, something recently mm-hmm. in general, um, that 
so I'm curious how that's going to go over with this. Um, I, I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't have very strong opinions on that kind of thing. I think it's an interesting premise in any case. Um, and him being crazy and like not knowing what's real or whatever from, again, just from the breakdowns I've seen, I don't know anything about him other than what Screen Crush has told me pretty much. That's like true. I just looked at how much time's here. So rapid fire time. Uh, <laughs> freaking Miss, Miss Marvel, I'm down. I watched that. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk, we talked about it a little bit. I'm down. I watched that. <laughs> Agatha, House of Harkness. That is the second most exciting thing for me because I already mm-hmm. care about Agatha. I'm, invest- <laughs> I'm invested. Um, yep. Spider-Man, freshman year. I like Spider-Man. I don't know, though. It depends on how connected this is. And if it's like the actual, like, you know, like Tom Holland and all that stuff, I'll watch that if it's that. But if it's mm-hmm. like this spinoff, like it's another Spider-Man and it's like another Spider-Man animated series. I don't know if I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. Echo, I don't know if I care about that. X-Men 97, I don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. Almost at all. Yep, same. <laughs> so there it is there it is there's all the show. stuff i hope you enjoyed it like comment subscribe <laughs> do all the things uh rate the show if you listen to it on audio podcast services mm-hmm. um something the, somebody in the in the chat do you have a sign off question <laughs> <laughs> mm. i'll give him a couple seconds if i don't see typing i don't see typing up oh, alec, alec. <laughs> we'll see we'll see i'm going to in the meantime i'm checking if we've got any new i'm eating a cookie um, never mind <laughs> <laughs> um how how many how many moon pies that's my question tell me let me know below how uh, many what's moon better pies? moon pies or cookies what's your favorite cookie uh what's the best Oof, moon pie okay go. goodbye um Bye. see you next time <laughs>